Jemima pancakes without her syrup Is like the spring without the fall There's only one thing worse in this universe That's no Aunt Jemima's at all Aunt Jemima's without Aunt Jemima's syrup? That's ridiculous And we're back, uh, Three Dudes and Cold Brews Podcast Four Dudes Three Dudes and Cold Brews Podcast and One Hipster um, three yeah so we, we maybe that's what we can uh, uh, officially unofficially change it to so three dudes one hipsters and a couple beers how about we have it like the logo we can change it to it wearing a scarf okay because uh. t- today we're not even drinking beer, beers or brews one of us has uh, Jack Daniels and ginger ale one of us is doing like ghetto tea and vodka one of us is doing something some Mr. Mixture. Pib Mr. Pib is dope and then the other one's just just a hipster um, but that's fine so, uh, anyways, back on track. You guys know me, uh, Eddie Vegas. I'm Steve, a.k.a. Fork Tongue, and I have a cold. <laughs> uh, Ray over here, Uncle Dobby, as everybody knows me as, and pass it on. And Gary, the G-Man, yeah! Speaking of G-Man, I was watching a pretty funny thing today. I don't know if you're a fan of Tom Segura and or his wife, Christina Krasinski. <sighs> you know they are, yeah. right? Steve, I'm pointing to and they can't stand Garth Brooks because he's wicked awkward and just is a douche. Yeah. And uh, their newest podcast, there's like a 10-minute video where they show like Garth Brooks just talking on his fucking Instagram page and it's the douchiest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. And like Tom Segura just tears it apart and starts laughing hysterically and then redoes it himself announcing his own tour. Yeah. And I was fucking crying laughing at how fucking funny it was. It's it's really fucking good. That I'll popped up on my later. YouTube, but I didn't end up watching it. Well, well, at, when this one's done, I'll show you guys that, and maybe that's what we can talk about the next time too. Just because. So when I say G Man, you instantly think of Garth, Garth Brooks, Brooks now, yeah, who's he a douchebag. He calls himself uh, uh, what does he call it? Uh, Studio G? Like he like this would be Studio uh, R for Ray for Ray, and he does like uh, I don't know. He's he's such a fucking douche. So yeah, I guess you're one and the same. Anyways, I'm awesome. I'm <laughs> so. It's still uh, Halloween time. It's still October 2018. We're in the uh, latter half of the month for sure. There's only a couple days left of this month. Um, So we're going to keep it spooky and keep on talking about some relevant movies that we've all been watching and or a TV show in specific. So this show is going to be a little (laughs) bit different compared to the normal. Um, The album discussion this time is not a song, random song pick. It's a straight up album. So from now until the ne- to the end of the year, we're gonna uh, do our out of the three dudes, the main set guys. Uh, we're gonna pick our each of our three favorite albums from the year. We're gonna listen to them as a collective group and talk about that one specific album each episode. So today, Steve kicked it off with his third favorite album from this year, 2018, which we are gonna get into when it's time to do that. Um, but that's the deal with the music half. So the second half of the episode, we will be talking about that. The first one we are gonna talk about. Uh, I always fuck up the name of the show, so that's why I'm pointing. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a, it's a weird, I was weird one. It's because I want to call it uh, House on Haunted Hill, or right? Whatever, and there's Hell House, and there's yeah, fucking. There's so many shows and movies that already have that fucking name. But in it. It's a haunting on Hill House, or of Hill House on oh. Hill House. See, even then, I'm, I think I it's a haunting. Research it. Haunting yeah. in <laughs> Hill House. Should, we haunting all have I said. think yeah, so yeah, because it makes it sense. I'm not doing it. The haunting is in the house. I'm literally just going to look up Hill House and see in what Hill happens. Hill House. I'm pretty sure. Before I forget, though. It's, all right, it's officially called... We were just talking about Garth Brooks. That yeah, that's right. perfect. 
It's officially called The Haunting of Hill House. Okay. So you're right. Okay. Yeah. All right, before I forget, though, we were just talking about Garth Brooks, and it made me think of Wayne's World. <laughs> so all I have to say is uh, shout-out to Brother uh, Rick. I want to see if maybe he can make a Wayne's World or a Garth shirt with him holding an uh, acoustic guitar, maybe. Kind of like, a nod to fucking Garth Brooks, but in a joke kind of manner. And how fucking Garth Brooks is. I'm just saying. No, I'm, I'm, it's I'm an not idea. A, if I didn't say it now, I might forget I'm not, it. I'm not so I gotta throw it out there. We can we can come up with some kind of a fucking uh, a little like satire thing. Like random that. thought. Yeah, we oh, we gotta start pushing the shirts too. By the way, we have two shirts out and we've not like we haven't even what? tried. Uh, yeah, we have two okay. shirts. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. Yeah. I keep on forgetting to tell you guys. <laughs> I have I officially have two. Sh- we have two shirts out for the podcast. One is just our logo that we've been using that Brother Rick was so kind enough to make for us. Speaking of shit, I have a special Halloween edition one that yep. I forgot to post up, so I'll do that tomorrow. I almost put it up today, but I forgot. I'll fucking tell me, and I'll put that up. And I'll, I'll, put one of I'll just leave it up. Yeah, you I'm hear right. that, Joe Walsh? Buy one of our fucking shirts, you cheap prick. Yeah, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, I was thinking about doing this thing where anytime you're a guest, maybe I'll send you one, but... We haven't gotten that fucking cool uh, that far yet, but uh, maybe we can start looking for some sponsors. That'd be pretty sweet. I do do a lot of CBD, and we do drink a lot of booze, and uh, wear scarves. So maybe we can get a, a scarf um, maybe uh, plug. You never know, right? Be, uh, you know what? Fun. Fucking let's get a sponsorship with Crocs. Cause you kind of almost look like when Snoopy flies the plane. He's got the little scarf. Good. That's <laughs> fucking awesome. That's <laughs> pretty dope. Thanks. That's the nicest <laughs> thing that you said to me in the last two days. <laughs> oh yeah, me and Gary, by the way, are uh, two days together hanging out and it might be a third this week which we'll definitely have to talk about on the podcast if we end up doing that beyond show but. yeah I hope that you wear your belly shirt it's a fucking crop top it's an 80's metal crop top you don't give a fucking shit okay you it is know. a goddamn belly shirt I'm gonna wear the fuck out of that I wanna bring that back now you are not bringing that shirt back I am gonna bring it back that style shirt needs to be a fucking thing all the time now and not just for skinny fucking douchebags. Uh, we're talking like every fucking dude should be able to rock a crop top. It's the most comfortable thing I've ever fucking worn in my life. How I short are we like, talking? Uh, are we talking like Blue Meanie short? Are we uh, no, about? not that short. Okay. Like, I, I, I cut it. So I have a master publisher that I've never worn ever once, and I've had it since the 90s. Uh, long story on why I never wore it. The guy who gave it to me, I, I just... Right not yeah. Ah, uh, whatever. That's okay. Yeah, fuck I knew. I, I realized halfway he was gonna do that. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you, I saw you put it down, I'm like, oh, he's just gonna scrape that fucker right across it. But, um, anyways, so the guy who gave me the fucking shirt, I'm not a big fan of. Might might have been my dad. So I just always had a bad feeling about the shirt. And I, but I like I, that's my favorite Metallica album. So I knew in my head someday I'd end up using it for something. Turns out when you're trying to come up with a costume uh, two hours before you're about to go to a Halloween party, you're like, hey, I got this Metallica shirt I can cut up. And I, I cut the sleeves off, and I, I cut the fucking, like, the crop top style from the 80s. Yeah. I thought it was it was very comfortable. I'll show you pictures later. You guys will probably... This much of his belly. If he, um, it's like maybe one to two inches. I, I was okay. going to get to that. Like, right. two inches of his belly was hanging Mind out. Mind you, I don't, I'm not fat, I'm not <laughs> so, like, I'm, I, I'm a... Right there. That's worse than what I got. Well, this is like, because my... I've listened. It, <laughs> it's listen, okay. I got extra skin. I don't need the fucking see. But that. listen... I at least have a tattoo there though, so there's something to see. So it's like there's always something to see with me, you know. Yeah, nobody wants to see your goddamn fucking belly, you uh, man. Quite a few ladies at that party when Kristen was around were telling me how much they liked my. Outfit, oh, get so. the fuck out of here! You it know happened what? At least it happened at least three times. You know what? Go so get your welcome. fucking. You know what? I'm fuck. You, you know what? If I wore a fucking crop top. You'd be calling it a goddamn belly shirt. I wouldn't be. You'd no, be calling me. You'd be calling me uh, a lot more vulgar names that I'm. Um, Listen, more, how, I'm not comfortable saying. How much do you? De- how much do you defend Crocs? I defend Crocs because they're comfortable. I a shit. The crop top was the most comfortable. But you thing don't wear. Yeah, but you don't wear Crocs. I don't need to because they're fucking. 
Lame. Men, <laughs> maybe next year, Ed. Maybe next year you can be Men carried. Maybe you can wear a scarf wear and some tops. Crocs. Go get your men should not wear Halloween. Crocs. Grown men should not wear Crocs. I have bad feet. I don't give a fuck. I'm a diabetic. My feet slip are on, fucked up. Slip-ons are okay. Crocs, No, not. no. Slip-ons. Sli- oh, no. Oh, so I get the okay from Ed to wear slip-ons, but not Steve. I don't mind slip-ons. I can't wear them because my, I have too high of an arch. But. No, no, no. It's not the slip-ons. It's the fucking... Checkerboard shit. The Vans one season life. Like you have, you have those are nice. Oh, I'm sorry. One word I'm sorry. It. Maybe Nick. Maybe I'll write Bitch fucking. Man. I'll write the name of that crappy band that we listen to. Like I'll fucking write Mortis on it, and fucking there'll be great fucking Mortis. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, like, like the wrestler. Yeah, like the wrestler. <laughs> That's what we listen this to, just, right? This just went so far. Or like the fucking vampire from the fucking uh, Marvel comics. So this is well, a, as Morbius. Sorry. This is a good uh, good segue because if if. If I had agreed to come to your little Halloween party, I was going to dress up as you, and I was going to have an eye patch. That's already you, you crossed the line. <laughs> no, but crossed. then, now that I knew it was at your, your girlfriend's parents' house, that probably wouldn't have been a good yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You probably wouldn't have been looked at very well. Like, I was going to have a scarf and the fucking shoes and all that and the fucking eye bandage. And, but yeah, I at guess least I represent the right. You know? That's all I'm saying. Oh, no. Yeah, you would have got a kick right, out of it, right? <laughs> this is this is I made I made that into a crop top last night, so I cut that. Yeah, not show, that bad. No. Show which which one? No, no, no. Show the picture of Arnie fucking. Yeah, because I lifted my arms purposely. <laughs> no, it's still not that bad. No, that's the point of a crop top, dude. You ever see? You ever see Rocky? Three when they're running on the beach, guess what they're re- they're wearing? Crop you are tops. you are not in any shape to be comparing yourself anyway <laughs> to matter. Rocky. Me and three. Apollo Creed, brah. Me and Apollo Creed, just rocking crop tops, man. I just didn't have them short shorts on. Or Sounds like a high fucking socks. bad fashion hey, statement. That's he all he mentioned say. Apollo Creed, so uh, keep your views to yourself. <laughs> oh, I didn't say anything about Creed. Oh, yeah. oh, all I said was a bad fashion statement. That's all I said. Oh. He's so agreeing with you. The best well, I was agreeing with you. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I was on your side. Oh, you want to make fun you of my ex girlfriend? No, but you, you want to make fun on. of my ex girlfriend? No, but you're still wearing Crocs so what? and a scarf. So, so but these these Crocs aren't real Crocs. Those aren't what we're, what we're making fun of. No, no, no. I understand what you're making. Fun oh, you're still he was wearing. Are those imitation Crocs? No, these are like no Crocs. These are like everyday. Like I think these were made so like people wouldn't. Know that they're Crocs. That is one hundred percent what they did. So because you can buy like Dickies and shit. Well, I bought these whatever. for Disney because they got fucking Mickey Mouse on. So you're Larry David in it right now. Oh. You're trying to fucking like hide the fact that you love Crocs, but you're trying to wear like no. Because I w- I will rock fucking... Crocs. Have with you the... worn real Crocs? Yes, I have Mickey Mouse Crocs. <laughs> have you seen that that meme of Jason Voorhees holding it and he's like he's he's got a tear coming out of his eye because they look like him. No, no. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. Funny. Well, no, yeah, and he's all he's all complex. He's like, well, like he's, yeah, like, he's like, like he doesn't understand yeah. because they kind of look like him because of the whole head tilt. Yeah, it's 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 stupid. Somebody did it, but Crocs know. are awesome. I don't give a shit what any of you say. All right, so I gotta go out and get a pair now. Now, if Gary you, just, you, I, I mean, Gary just sold me. I I've mean, I've come just, in this house and you've had fucking, you've had like uh, hatchet men on you before, and I was like, no, I, I've, yeah. When remember you don't remember oh, you wore a hat for a while? When I think you stole it from Russo. Ray was no. like, yeah. Well, if you stole a hatchet man, then you're definitely a fucking juggalo. <laughs> yeah, because that's the only way to do it is to fucking steal it because nobody would pay for that shit. All right. So, anyways, now that we're fucking, I think Crystal has my Hall of Illusions or whatever. Oh, wicked cool, yeah. great Melinda. Yeah, actually, mm, no original. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not a big fucking ICP guy, obviously, but I follow a lot of really cool like artists and stuff and um, like pin makers and things like that on Instagram. And somebody just made a whole set of the joke every cards? yeah, but they're of um, uh, 
like Freddy, Jason, Michael Myers, and he turned every one of them into the fucking cards. And it's actually kind of cool looking. I, I gotta try to find that for you and show you that later. And then it's they're enamel. Uh, they're either enamel pins or they're stickers. I can't remember which one it is, but they're like die. Oh, they're cut. The stickers. Die cut. Nice. Stickers. <clears throat> it used to be the worst going anywhere with Gary, because he'd have the fucking Hatchet Man tattoo, which he now has covered up, or the Dark Lotus one. <laughs> And they have, always have fucking juggalos coming up and trying to yeah. talk to us. Says the fucking asshole who got a fucking 12 inch riddle box stick and throw it on the back of his goddamn fucking wind, uh, the back hey, of his car. Nobody can talk to me while I'm driving. <laughs> no, no, you know who did? The cops when they That's pulled true. us over every goddamn night that we were out. That's Sometimes true. we got pulled over three times in a night. Oh, yeah. They were saying, the look time. at these Jeff hoes. We gotta pull these motherfuckers. See, you over. even know the lingo. You are a juggalo. Jamie <laughs> oh, Madrox for life. <laughs> Don't let him fool you, man. He's he's more. Than, he's I know. More. He, well, he hung out with Juice. Like, he's of... he's officially down with a clown, is uh, what I, you guys would say, right? I knew it. So don't let him fool you. <laughs> he's supposed to probably down with the sickness too. You probably no, 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 no. You're down with the clown. Don't speak of that fucking heresy ever again. You would probably you would probably proclaim yourself a juggalo, but not a disturbed fan. I am gonna proclaim this right now for everybody. Disturbed. As well as, I've on. had to sit through no, him at a, a concert second. before, and I'd be like, "Get the fuck off the give stage!" Give me a second. Give me a second. I, I gotta breathe. I'm trying for a to. Hold I'm on. trying. Give me but, some, uh, give me some hey, listen. Let's everybody. Let's let Ed talk. He doesn't really talk much, so <laughs> give him the mic. Okay. Sorry. Somebody's got a fucking. Oh, uh, that was good. Okay. That was good. Yeah. Um. It's okay. Go ahead. Uh, well, let's just put it this way. Disturbed as much as put it this way. My. Hatred for Disturbed might be more than Steve's hatred for REM. Whoa. Like, we'll just put it that way. I think, I, I'm talking, I think Disturbed talking, is in dude, a strong second with Five Finger Death Punch. Oh, like, they might be too, yeah. fucking like so the, the two puppeteers of the worst music ever. I didn't grow up ever in the era of Five Finger Death Punch. I can't so stand like, Five Finger Death Punch. I don't like them. Five Finger Death Punch is actually decent live. Disturbed. No, they're not. I had to sit through an open set of them before a band I wanted to see. I can't remember who. I think it might have been Megadeth, but... I, oh my god, because we are the complete opposite, because I, I had to sit through goddamn Megadeth to get to Disturbed, and I wanted to put a bullet through my head for fucking both performances. Me and we went to that show, because it was, yeah, it was fucking uh, Rockstar Mayhem Fest. I think I slept through that. No, because. Yeah, was that the Tweeter Center? It was at Tweeter Center. Yeah. We watched Megadeth, like, down below with, like, on the. the the fucking the chairs and then yeah. we gave we called my brother who was on lawn we're like hey do you want to watch Disturb in the seats and we went up and laid on the fucking uh, the lawn and uh, like I, took a nap I, I, I napped for that I napped for Slayer I napped for fucking Megadeth I don't give a shit uh, what, what anybody says like Slayer is so boring live yeah like they have you know, flames and they fucking I like, will, I will say crazy. one thing the one band that is the most commercial band that I never thought I would ever say this and I will vouch for it Godsmack fucking put on a decent show. Godsmack is awesome. Live. They put on a really good show. Sully got on the fucking the, doing the, the drums, drums and shit. He does his fucking crazy shit. I went with my buddy, I think it was Ozzy and Godsmack or whatever it was, and it was a free ticket. Was, uh, you went with Ozzy to go uh, see Godsmack? Uh, Ozzy was the headliner, obviously. Uh, oh, uh. Godsmack opened up for them, but. I remember going to see that. And Godsm- I, Godsmack was at... At that point, I was like strictly against Godsmack. I've been at that four, point I've in my life, I was like, where I don't want to hear the snake in my vein or whatever the away. fucking stupid song is about, you know, the mm. enter the snake. No, no, we're ready. Now, here's the thing. I'll, I'll, I'll give you this one. For real, as a 34-year-old man, I found a somewhat appreciation for Godsmack as if, it's, if it just comes on at a bar, I don't hate it. 
Because yeah. at least the music is like solid rock and roll. I'm not into it. I can't listen to it. In the my albums. early years, I've I tried. had I've... trouble doing it. Every, everything I heard. You know what? You got to fucking blame that on the radio, too. Well, the radio, they say why. The radio Blame literally the fucking puts shit, shit down your throat. That, that's, that's a big you know? part of it. The, the thing, here's what it comes down to. Even Five Finger Death Punch, because they're so big, I am somebody that, like, I always think, well, maybe it's just me. Maybe there's no, someone I'm it's not just fun, you. So I'll, I'll listen to the album, and I'll give it a I chance. hear people telling me, oh, oh, I listen to Five Finger yeah, but you I also feel bad. Got, yeah, but I you feel also bad because I'm like, dude, I can't get into it. Yeah, you, I can't get into I can't it. Yeah, but you have that. those you have those metalheads who like if it's not Slayer, if it's not Priest, if it's not Metallica, like, I am they that will metal hold head. their nose you can to vouch it. And for it's me. Like, I am that metalhead. You gotta hold my nose. I'm never gonna be into Five Finger Death Punch. I can't do it. I'm not. Listen, the, no, no, the hill that I'm dying on is not gonna be there's, Five Finger Death but Punch. But there's a different. There's differences there. What you're talking about is elitism. Where in elitism, those people just flat out won't listen to it because they just don't like. They don't even like. The I people. tried to give it a chance, but that's not what, like. So that's two different things. I'll I'll try. I know elitism. You're I'm saying kidding. you're somebody who's just gonna shut. Yeah, it but out. also too like some like a band like Godsmack, like especially around here because like they're more local. They're from they, here. Yeah, yeah, so they're local. So we got a lot. I remember when of they were them. a local band. They started out as a fucking Alice in Chains cover band. Yeah. So it's that's like where they got their name from. They're not bad, but like they were definitely overplayed here, like overplayed around here. But their stuff, they're, they're not that good. Like here's the thing: they are good. That's the funny part is they're great musicians. Sully, Sully's one of the best drummers I've seen in a while, believe it or not, and he's a fucking guitarist and a lead frontman singer. And he'll come out and do the fucking double drum solo and all that shit. Like they're a rock band, so like I appreciate it. it's it's the same idea as like I was never a real big Avenged Sevenfold fan yet. I appreciate the fact that we need Avenged Sevenfold. Like. The world needs those bands, though, too, at the same time, because for even though we're not, none of us are into those bands, there's a million people in the Midwest that love that shit, because they're, they're played on a regular radio there, and without that, regular bands that we're into wouldn't have a chance, so, like, a band like Hatebreed, Jamie Johnson talks about that all the time, how, like, those I bands... I kind of look at those bands as kind of like the, yeah. the, the dying breed of, like, the those. MTV breed, you know what I mean? Like, those no, were, like, the, the end of that, be, yeah. you know, they were the end of that cycle, like, same thing with... Not all of them. Not all of them, but like bands like POD and shit like that. Those were early bands that were in that kind of realm where they didn't get a, a lot of recognition, but they still had a few good songs. What, a lot of the, like, you if know, you listen to interview, interviews with any of the fucking Five Finger Death Punch guys outside of the singer, I, I just don't like that dude, Ivan Moody or whatever his name is. Everybody else in that band are fucking awesome dudes. Like, they're legitimately phenomenal musicians. They fuck, they're, they're older guys than people realize they are because they've only been around for a little while. The fucking guitarist or whatever Zoltan he came from a fucking country that like like a, a communist country that you can't get out of came here and fucking started the band by himself he is like a true like like from the fucking rags to riches story so I give the band credit like just because yeah. I'm not into their music doesn't mean that they're not good they gotta be good at something See, because if somebody killer. likes it I'm not knocking that yeah I just, I'm not knocking just whether not somebody likes it it's just not my cup of now, tea now then well. there's things that like there's a lot of the, the problem now with the fucking the warp Tour bands that play to fucking laptops I can't do that shit at all no that's that's where I draw the fucking line I can't if you can't play your own music live you shouldn't be playing music in, mu- in a band in a fucking band with guitars and a no drum, Milli and Vanilli and, shit Legit. yeah I can't, I can't play your it. fucking so shit then live so what's your like what would what would be your qualms about like say going to see a, like a rap group different because a rap group that's what they are and even then I've tried watching fucking some hip hop live and so you tell me half the rap guys. groups just fucking record their shit and play it well no like now yeah like, what yeah. are you saying because no, yeah, 90% of, of the time that's what I hear that's that's if you if you watch live footage of like 50 Cent now he doesn't even rap over his own shit he literally comes out to a track will say three words he's probably he drunk as shit and he's no 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 that's not that's not, <laughs> a, that's not the case at all he yeah. just doesn't give a fuck 
He knows you're gonna come pay him. He comes out and he'll he'll say three words. He's playing. He literally is out there with a live mic to a fucking full blown track of his song, yeah. and he'll rap over it. And if he misses one, it's still playing behind him. That's what a lot of guys are doing now. That's and pretty that's horrible. Not okay. That's pretty horrible. Fucking terrible. Yeah. You're, that makes me feel like I just spent money to go fucking watch TV where I could watch anything on the Chromecast digitally. I should have just yeah. stayed home and watched a fucking TV whenever, screen. Whenever we you know played I mean? live, we, we just had the beat and we were doing all the words, all the rapping live, other than... There was I'd rather else. hear you as an artist maybe fuck something up but right. still keep going That's part of than the show. fucking hear yeah. a fucking stupid dub track. You know? the, to me, it's the same as recording digitally where you can fix everything and recording analog where oh, recording if you got a little hiccup yeah. on the drums or something then it's a little off beat you hear it I'd rather hear that than have yeah. something crystal clear perfect fucking recording now, I yeah. 100% agree with that at the same time I'm also somebody that I really like a really good production when it's done right right Cause well the, I don't necess- I don't mean like poor production yeah. I just mean I want you I to play you live and this no, is I, it I, I, know I don't you want you to go back and fix it in no because there's a, there's a problem with that nowadays too where like a lot of bands dude like Bands don't get in a room together anymore and play it and like write an album. Yeah, you'll have a guitarist. They have they have programs now that can that can create drums to your guitar riff because it knows like mathematically how to put drums to that track. Yeah, and then you can add whatever like double bass here or double, and like you dude, you don't even have to fucking have a band anymore. Like that's yeah. the crazy part. You can make and. Well, it's like, like, like fucking uh, Kiss. Like fucking, uh, they all they used to do everything separate. Sometimes like Ace wasn't even on the goddamn record, yeah. and like the engineer played it, and then he still well, got credit because he's Ace Freely. Fucking Tool. Uh, the reason why it's taken so long for Tool to come out with the album is because the three guys in the band outside of Maynard, they write an entire album before he ever he doesn't have a single say in any sing, in any song. But Nothing. it's his band though. He doesn't. He has no part of it. Nothing. All they do is they write an entire album from front to back, completely polished. They send it to him and he puts vocals over it. See, I can never get. I never. See, got I, don't, I don't mind that. <laughs> but like, Pantera did it too. Pantera Fucking, did it too. Yeah. Pantera did the, the last, last two albums. albums. Yeah. And I think the longer the album takes, the longer the creativity. Uh, whether sometimes you look it works, at it, it whether you look at it, you know, both ways, you might look at it like you know the opposite. Like you just want the album, but the artist is one putting the album out, not you. So well, you the have other to thing actually was, hear it from the artist point of view. Nowadays, it's view. different than what it was a, a while ago. It, even. I'd say pre 2010s because now with computers and laptops you can get away with that. So if you're in a band and we live in different cities, which a lot of bands do now, every time I die, uh, Jordan lives in L.A. Two of the guys live in Buffalo. You know what I mean? Like they, they live all over the place, so they they just can't be. That's they all started in Buffalo, yeah. but they can't. So what they'll do is they'll either block off some time and they'll all come out and write, or they'll send each other fucking riffs via email. That's how we did that a lot too. When, There's nothing wrong with rap. I don't like, have a problem with that because it's easier. I'm gonna do. Here's the beat. I'm gonna send it to you. You write your thing. I'll write my thing. I'll record it. You record it. Mix it together. Then just put it together. Because you know everyone's got lives. But uh, I mean, you've done it. You've done live music. How fucking expensive is is studio time? It's stupid expensive. We never went into a real studio. But no, but you know what I'm home. That's, there's a reason people don't use studios like that anymore. Right. It's because it's like, stupid expensive. Like well, that's why people just make their own with the, like yeah. the Ed Carton. The, you can. Whatever we, could, yeah, yeah. we could literally write an entire album on this laptop right here oh, yeah. with the mic that we have here. And fucking, I could record Ray playing a guitar. I could get one of those those fucking things to add drums to it. Uh, Dude, nice. My vocals. Nice. <laughs> my vocals are ready. Garage band. You can write an entire thing. Just pre- garage? I don't have any problem with garage. that. My problem lies in... <laughs> I get you. Everybody has... Uh, 
a limit nah, as a musician, but with all these computer programs, there's no limit anymore. No, they, they, yeah, they just, <laughs> well, the thing is, is these kids aren't really playing Give the, the music. Well, they might it's, be playing, so like, a lot of bands use triggered drums now, where they're playing, they're triggered playing, drums don't bother me. They're, they're playing the drums, but then there's like pre-recorded parts that they can't actually play live, so it's, it's mixed into the, into the, the, the track, even, or a live track or whatever, like, I don't get it. Yeah, but there's differences with even that, like, Take it back to like Corn when they first started. Fucking David Silvera was one of the first people that ever used a bass, like a bass pad, live. Yeah, nobody, I don't mind nobody that. did that before. But that's okay. Like, there's nothing wrong with. I don't Wouldn't, mind synths. I don't mind. Yeah. I don't mind tracks. I don't mind. Wouldn't like, the drummer of Def Leppard have done that first? No, he actually played all this stuff. Yeah. But he used it on an electronic drum set, so he would have certain pads would have like certain fills, but he was still playing the drums. Yeah. Right. So, and actually, really funny about that when I saw Steel Panther, the fucking drummer did his uh, his best. Impression of him. And he One hand. Tucked his, he <laughs> tucked his arm. Was, my brother. All right. Anyways, we just got way different. Yeah, wait. Well, let's bring it full circle. You play into a track. Imagine how hard it is to play to a track and throw Fago. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know full what I'm talking about. Been, I do. Full circle. No, no, because we started <laughs> talking how Ray is a juggalo. And I brought a Fago because obviously that's his drink of We're choice. We're trying to get back to the TV show. We're trying to talk. That's about what I'm trying to do. Oh, the House of Haunting Hill. Yeah, that's where we started, and no. then we got into the Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be perfect if we all got it wrong. We just called the House on Haunted Hill. So Ray, did you you watched it before? Like I even <laughs> mentioned it, right? You blew through. <laughs> I blew through the whole fucking thing in like a day sitting. All right, real quick before we go too too crazy, because this is gonna this is gonna be an in depth conversation. Yeah. Because there's a lot in the show and there's a lot of layers to it. Are we just gonna go around and give what we thought of the show quick and then do like maybe episode by episode or the parts that freaked I say we or? we talk about kind of <laughs> how we thought like what like, independently around the room and then. Well, kind, kind of, of like, it. oh, what'd you think of it? Like, what was your favorite? Like, yeah. what didn't you like? Type of thing. Right, also, cool anybody who has not seen it, I would not listen to this because yeah. we're going to go spoiler yeah, alert. Spoiler alert Heavy right spoilers. here. It's 25 minutes into the episode. If you haven't seen the whole thing, fucking either just pause this, turn it off, burn it, whatever yeah, you want to do. Fuck us. Go watch the show. Because we are, I'm not going to hold back. I don't yeah, put down fuck. the pen, Walsh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, he's he must have watched this by now. Uh, I don't know. I haven't messed. No, with he might it. sleep on that. Show. No, no, no. He would have. Trust me. You sure? If, if, yeah. Oh God. If it's the only thing, he's been doing a lot of stuff with his wife. His birthday was last he's week. Probably not so. man enough to watch it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I, normally comes home for his for his birthday. He didn't come home this year, and I was hoping to get. I yeah yeah. You know why? Because he knows. He, he knows, knows there's a new dog in town. Oh, oof oof. <laughs> my bark. This is what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking siren. Oh, God. Fuck you, Walsh! <laughs> that was the fucking best story I think I've ever told in front of you, dude. You, like, not often do you just hold on every ounce of everything I'm saying and then die laughing at the end of it, but that was pretty good. I had you the whole time. I'm telling you, I'm going to figure out how to put that together. And put do it together. Do it. Five, five minutes, I can tell it. Oh, we gotta get, well. I gotta, you know what, like, maybe I'll get artistic and I'll draw a picture of him on the bowl. Me and you just like this. Together. No, no, you should, you should, you should, you should, like, draw it like a flip book, you should draw it out, and I'll fucking have, like, a, um, like, like a slideshow, and I'll be like, so this is the point where Benny got sick. <laughs> and, like, and like, head tilted, dick tucked, pocket <laughs> running down his chest. <laughs> Sorry, Benny, I love you, brother, but that story was a fucking Yeah, incredible. bro, stay away from those fireball shots. Yeah, fireball's a gross thing. It's not good for you. It's nasty. It's, all right. I do not but like if you, fireball. If you mix it with fucking Fago, though, it might, you might get oh, it down. I probably really wouldn't good. still like it because good. fireball's garbage. Sorry, Austin. All right. But that's anyways. What you got. Anyways. Uh, 
who Ray? You want to do you want to start off with your thought because you saw it first? Well, uh, I will say one thing before we get into uh, what are you pointing at? The no, game. you talk. Oh, yeah, all ahead. right. I was just gonna say shout out to Castlevania before this because there's a new series on Netflix. Yeah, you keep on. Let's no, talk about what's in front of us. And then we'll I will. Back into it. I will. No, we're already a half hour in. We haven't talked about no, the no, show. No, no, I'm not bringing Castlevania up as a fucking like point. I'm not gonna like bring a fucking elaborate fucking story. Are you to talking it. about Calm the down. goddamn game? I could give playing? you five seconds and it's still not cute or whatever you're gonna say in fucking twenty seconds. Anyway, just give me. Uncle Dobby. I'm just saying. Uncle dog shit. Watch Castlevania Season 2 if you haven't watched the first. If you're into the video game, it's fucking incredible. Who's in it? Now let's get on... Uh, I can't name you every other fucking... <laughs> Listen, now he's trying to drag it. Listen, all I'm going to say is now we're on to, like Gary said, the house on Haunted Hill. Cause I'm no, house on Haunted Hill. I know. I'm joking around. Shut up, guys. Um, so we're going to watch that show next? No. Because I've already watched the whole fucking thing. What? Castlevania? Nobody wants to watch that garbage. Jesus Christ, we're talking about the house on Haunted Hill again, remember? The Haunting of Hill House. <laughs> anyway. Jesus Christ. It's a good show. I know it got directed <laughs> to me and I wanted to fuck with you, so here we go. But, uh... You mean a, you playing your shitty music is not fucking with us enough? Now you're just gonna... Whose music is worse? Between me and... Steve, whose music is worse? Let's let's get down to the nitty gritty. We gotta ask you. This I question. honestly think yours is really. But then again, I don't think I've ever seen your real taste in music because I feel like some of the picks that you do, you do I'm to fuck just, with us. I mainly do it to fuck with you, Gary. But then you're but. like Melvins, <laughs> the Melvins. All right, talk about House on Haunted Hill. Yeah, House. we gotta talk about the show. Jesus um, Christ, we're a half hour into this fucking episode. Stop <laughs> fucking get your balls out of your sack. Anyway, try to listen. Davi's coming out tonight, guys. <laughs> I hope his review is... He's halfway here. I hope, I hope after all this, his review's like, yeah, it was good, I liked it. All right, guys, I think it's a thinking. good show, personally. You <laughs> <laughs> called it! You haven't even said two words about it other than that. Can you... Alright, we got raised out of the way. Gary, go for it. No, well, I wasn't going to say well, that. Well, fucking talk out. about it. Jesus Christ, man. I was going to say, if you're going to watch it... Uh, well, alright, Jesus Christ. Now I have an audience who's just fucking giggling. So, give me a second to fucking talk, will you? You fucking drunk fucking bastard. You want us to come back to you? Or? And fucking you want us to head out for a half hour and come back when you collect yourself? Or? <laughs> yes, please. Okay. Um, we'll come back and be fucking watching Castlevania. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be playing it, not watching it. Anyway, so the show itself, uh, I just threw it on fucking randomly. Fucking good show to start off. Uh, the characters... Some of them I like, some of them I don't. Um, I'm trying to think of the theory. The maybe younger sister, I can't think of her name right now. Shirley. We can get oh, young, young Nell is the youngest one. The Nell. one. Shirley's the oldest. No, Nell, no, Shirley. Shirley's the one who's kind of like the antagonist who doesn't believe shit. Shirley's the one on. who's the. the oldest one. She yes. Kind of like the the she's, she's the one who's kind of like the fucking asshole in the family. Yeah. So. Mort- <laughs> she's the mortician. Uh, yes. Uh, Theodore is the one who wears the gloves. Theodore yeah. is the hot one. And then, oh, oh I'm so glad yeah. that you said that, dude. The lesbo. She's the she's lesbo. The hot one. Oh! Settle down, you fucking cuck. Holy what? shit! <laughs> wow! No, I'm looking. Yeah, right out the, the gate! That's what she is. That's it. We're all just going to put it like this. So, in, in hotness order, it goes Theodora. Yep. The mom, Carla Gugino, is the second hottest. Yes. Nell is the third hottest. Cheryl's okay. Uh, but the Asian girlfriend is, is it with her mouth wired shut or not? 
That's now, and that has nothing to do with what I was just saying. Stop being a racist asshole. How does that make me racist I'm, at all? I'm only kidding. I'm bring that to the table. I just want to see <laughs> you piece of all right. shit. So, anyways, so go back to it. Um, like I said, from the start, it starts off like uh, like I don't know, like everybody's talking about it being like a uh, like homicide to more. I don't know. I don't even want to get into it uh, that far yet. I kind of want to see where it goes. All right, how about this? Give, you already said that you, it was good. It was which is, good, yes. It was good. Uh, did you find it, w- without giving anything else? Opposed to everything that I've seen opposed on... Opposed to letting me talk and interview you, sure. Oh, shut the I'm fuck just fucking with it. All right. Right, all right, listen. How about, because let's structure this a little bit. I'm going to ask you, I'm going to interview you about Ask me a few, you, ask me a few things, yes. Did you find it scary or did you find it unsettling? Uh, unsettling. I didn't find okay. it scary. I That's found it I watching it. Like, I want to find things more scary or unsettling. And this was good for, like, the view in the background. Like, you see a lot of imagery where <laughs> they show you stuff that is kind of unsettling, where you see things. If you're not looking for it, you don't see it. But you catch weird shit yeah. in that show. Um... That's what I have to say for that. I don't know if you have anything else. To ask. Well, we'll get. We'll, we're going to come back full yeah. circle around it. So what I think we should do is just give a, a general uh, synopsis on what we thought about it. Like it was good. It was not as good as we thought. Whatever, because we're going to end up having to get into specific episodes. This is Did a you have a favorite episode? Do you know the difference? Uh, between? The episode. I don't know if it's a sixth or seventh. I will bring up one of the episodes that like I was completely. It's probably the sixth because that's everybody. I was favorite. brought up off guard. Where I was just watching it, kind of laying down, a little fucking buzzed, and you. Not at all. No. no. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the car scene where the two uh, bloods are in the car. Seventh. seventh. Where they're kind of just, like, kind of going over what's going on. They're flipping out on each other. Next yeah. thing you know, fucking Nell, right? Yeah, Nell yeah. pops out yeah. of the back fucking seat, fucking pissing see, everybody off. See, I didn't like that because I felt that was cheap. Cheap, like, I, don't think, I didn't think it was cheap at all because I, that was one of the main states. But that did made you me like the show even more? That really kind of like caught my first, attention because normally, yeah. like, like gags, I'll call it a gag, like the, yeah. the, the ghost gag. gag, yeah, the jump, like, the like, jump normally that will get me, like, uh, like I'll go see a movie in the Let's theater and like way. I'm not expecting, but for some right, reason, like, maybe, maybe I was on edge and like I was expecting it, like, I wasn't expecting it at that moment, but like, maybe because I was like expecting something that like I wasn't as scared so like I was like oh okay there it is like normally scene, like, you, knew so, you knew something was gonna happen I didn't know it was like you know what I mean I knew something was gonna happen I didn't know it was gonna be at that point but I, like when it happened I wasn't like see it caught, oh. it caught me completely off guard because they didn't do it at all in the show and then they when they finally did it it was fucking seven, seven hours in into the whole series so you think by design yes, they yeah. held off to do a scare okay and it was also by design because it Usually you can tell when that moment's coming. There's some weird music. There's a there's, noise or there's like a yeah. there's like a break in the action. These two were just going at it, fucking fighting with each other, and it just came out of nowhere. I'm actually surprised <clears throat> that you like that scene, or if that's how it sounds. That because like that sounds like something where you brought up in the movie. Uh, what the fuck is it? The uh, Hereditary. Yeah. Where you thought that scene was completely like a bleesk, you know what I mean? You just yeah. didn't care about it, like yeah. fucking. What was that word again? A bleesk. What does that yeah. even? What does that mean? Yeah. I'm glad you caught that because I already right, go on. What does that mean? Anyway, he doesn't know because he didn't even say it. Oh, please! Oh, I don't know. I can't pronounce shit right now. <laughs> I'm drunk. You mean I'm scary? You fuck not fucking. Obsessed. Why are you being so obtuse? I don't know. <laughs> That's what I can't <laughs> 
Why right, did you say obtuse? Why are you being obtuse? That's one of my favorite ones. That's one of my favorite ones. And you know where it's from, so you get it. I, I've said that on the <laughs> podcast on, man. before. I know everything. You fucking three diamonds. Well, I was going to say oh, that I thought that you thought that that situation was more interesting than was hereditary. Was, That's I was, what I was trying to get at. I think the reason is because it's a seven-hour series, whereas the movie's two hours long. Yeah. So there was more of a And it caught you off guard when you did catch that, because I didn't fucking see it coming. No, I didn't Like, I was literally, like, just thinking they were driving into this fucking stupid house where all the shit's going on you know what I mean and now uh, shit fucking blows up yeah. you know what I mean and Theo's uh, little speech after that about death and how she felt about that was good too about uh, her depression and fucking all that shit when she was sitting on the ground crying oh was that when she was explaining it was right what? after that yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she was talking about the darkness and all that oh, shit how she needed to feel was yeah, that yeah, clear? yeah okay yeah, yeah. Alright, so we know that we actually kind of... It's going to end up keeping on happening. This is yeah. this is going to be a non-linear... Much rip, like the review. show. Yeah, much like the show. It really is. It's going to it's gonna be just like it. Because we're going to keep on jumping into each other once we say what our favorite things are. Um, <coughs> but we'll, we'll get back to Ray's take on it in a minute. Let's move to Gary. Did you like the uh, show as a whole? Were you a fan of it? Did you find it more unsettling than scary? Did you find it more scary than unsettling? And then we'll kind of just... With just like a quick... I guess uh, I would say I like the show. Uh, borderline uh, scary, more unsettling because like this to me is more scary than say like a Michael Myers, like a slasher film. Because I'm like in my I'm like when is a fucking maniac with a hockey mask gonna go kill a bunch of people? Yeah. Like to me, like I believe in ghosts and supernatural shit like this. So like to me that this stuff like freaks me out. I th- knew nothing of this until you guys said, "Oh, we should watch it." Because I've been out with, like, my eye. So, like, I had no idea that this show even, like, premiered. It kind of just popped up, though. I knew nothing about it. Because I never saw any build-up to it. And then at yeah. work one day, somebody was like, Oh, hey, have you heard about the show? Like, because when the first night it aired, the next day, there was all kinds of fucking hoopla about it. Like, oh, the scariest thing that anybody's ever seen. People are fainting how terrifying it is and all that other stuff, which is going to come into play when I t- say my initial thoughts on it. But... Yeah, go go ahead. Continue. I I like the the first few episodes, which probably is the first six, and then yeah. I feel like it kind of turned into what I thought it was gonna be, like a supernatural ghost kind of like thing, and like I wasn't feeling it at at, at that point. Um, there was some stuff that like they hype up throughout the whole movie, like up until a point where like let's just say like um the red room, like up until you actually see what's in the red room for the first time, I thought was going to be some spectacular, like, thing. But when you actually go to see it, it's just a, it's a room with mold in it. And you're like, well, what the fuck's the significance behind that? So, like, at that point, I'm like, oh, this is, like, a complete, like, letdown. And the whole thing, too, like, with the mother... I was a little pissed when that came out. Well, yeah, but then, yeah but then, but, yeah, but then at the very end, you find out what the, the, the red room is. So you're, like, kind of, like, Oh, okay, well, it makes complete sense now, and it kind of like ties everything in a nice bow, yeah. and it gives you like the per like oh here's everything that you had questions for. So like up until that point, I was like, all right, it's kind of lame, and then the whole thing towards it, like like I think it was the mother episode where you kind of find out what happens. I kind of thought that was a letdown until the last episode when the like when the father finally like oh shows him everything. Like this is why I had to protect you. This is why. So, like, up until, like, a certain point, I'm like, oh, it's kind of a letdown. But then, like, that last episode I have, uh, brought everything together for me. Um, 
Also, at one point, I was watching it a couple days after eye surgery, so my eyes were screwed up, so I'm like, I couldn't figure out why the mother was playing the same role as... Uh, Theo? No, 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 as Shirley. Oh, really? So, like, my eyes were fucked up, so I'm like, why is... Carla Gallucci right? yeah, Gugino Gugino Okay yeah. That makes more sense Why is she playing two roles Until like I'm squinting And then I, I Had to go to IMDB And I looked at them like Oh so they are two actors And then once I saw Oh they look Real Yeah we'll get I But like too. I think the casting For all of the All unreal. the daughters it's Were unreal. like It was like perfect They, look, so like, they really From look, young to old yeah, Holy yeah. shit So like I was like old. Okay so I'm glad that like I wasn't the only one But like my eyes Were completely like Fucked and at that point Note on that real quick because I'm gonna t- I'm gonna talk about that also. Not only did they match up the kids with the fucking adult versions unbelievably well, but the kids could act. Every yeah. one of them could act. Normally those are always the weakest points. Those are always you know especially little kids like the two twins. Yeah, they were fucking great. I thought personally, but we'll get into that in a, in a bit too. But I didn't. You know who I didn't? I didn't like grown up Luke. I thought he was a terrible actor. I couldn't get into him. I couldn't buy that he was like an ex-junkie. I thought he was good. I just, I was a little bit overacted as far as like when he was doing the junkie stuff. I mean, like, so. let's be I mean, I'm sure in our life we've all had people who are junkies in our lives and we know how people act. And I just felt like, like you said, he kind of overacted to be like, I mean, granted, like he probably has no idea what a fucking junkie acts like or would feel, but like I didn't, I didn't really buy him. Yeah. See, I... Didn't mind him. I've heard a lot of a lot of people say that about him, and I actually thought he did a pretty good job with what he was handed. I think he did a really good job of somebody because I don't think his his whole thing. I think that's where everybody gets confused with him. I don't think it's supposed to be that he is a, an ex junkie, which yes he is. He's a person who can't outrun his ghosts. That's yeah. the difference. And if you look at it like that, then he does a really good job. And the reason why you have to look at it like that is because the man that floats behind him. He can't outrun that. And that's how a junkie feels. They feel like they can't ever get rid of it. I think you're going to go the same way I'm going with the idea of what the show was. I have... Uh, see, I don't, when we get to that point, I'll probably have you say what you thought the whole overall show thing, because I'm, I'm still uh, I'm still in the open on that one. I'm still trying to figure out what I think about the overall show, whether it's a ghost story or whatever. But I definitely have some interesting takes on that kind of stuff with... Like, I think every one of them, that's kind of what the show's about. Like, I feel like they're all trying to out... I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like, I think it, it almost I hate to say the word like hereditary, but it is like yeah. like alcoholism yeah, yeah. is like mental if, illness. If it's, yeah, it's a mental. I think that's. I think the, the the family's curse is the fact that they're all they all have mental illness. Right. And I think it's just. I think that just shows you that like no matter what you do, like you don't know how somebody's going to take it. But that's that's getting into deeper than we need to right now. Yeah, but, we'll get into that. Yeah. Um. I I thought that guy did a good job for what he had. I think you know obviously the there's a couple scenes like when he runs off with that girl. That was a little. I mean, yeah. that's real, but that was that was the one part because I didn't think I didn't buy her as a junkie. Yeah, they didn't. Uh, I didn't like her very much. Yeah, they didn't make me care about her enough to wit when she screwed him. That I, I didn't give a shit. Yeah, and I really like it. It made me. They did a good job. With, I know why they did it. Yeah, they but, did a good job with making you mad at him. Like when yeah. he broke into his brother's house and stole the thing and he got caught. Like that's something a junkie would do. Like that. Right. I, I, and obviously, also, if you're yeah. listening to this, you probably have seen it, so you know how important it is. To actually have to pay attention because this show is one of those things where like they're constantly flashing back from present day yep. to the past. They do a really good job of like keeping you in, in line. Yeah, with at at first, it kind of bothered me because I'm like, okay, well, why are they constantly going back and forth, back and forth? And then another thing that kind of like pissed me off is that 
they towards the last like maybe two or three episodes they were hitting on scenes that we've already seen but they were playing it from the opposite the, angle the yeah. real perspective yeah, yeah so it was kind of like I, I, I like saw the mom come the, from the mom with the mirror yeah, with the, the mom, mirror yeah. so like you just think okay she's a just crazy bitch and she's like turns fuck out, this yeah, mirror yeah, yeah, and then yeah. it's like oh okay now I see she's or watching. when she's talking to the two or when she's in the fucking room with talking the, to yeah, the kids by herself kids, yeah. and she, the little kid comes it's giving me goosebumps same, thing, did a good job, same yeah. thing early when Nell's dancing in the house like by herself and yeah. then you see later that she thought she was dancing with her husband yeah I died yeah yeah did that a lot you ever watch a series and like you catch some of it and some of it like you kind of fucking get lost in it it's 100% this is something where I feel like I've watched 90% of it and like fucking like I really I'm saying 90% because I watched the whole series legitimately when it came to like the fucking end end I kind of fucking nodded off at like yeah, the very too. end me too but it was really good up into that I really probably finish it still cause I watched uh, so you haven't have you fully I literally watched the last episode but like when it was getting like where they were explaining everything or so so the point where like they tie so the point where they tie everything up for you I literally got it out so do you know how it ends and like what happens I know like I told you you're gonna find out 90-95% we're we're gonna talk about it yeah what's gonna end up happening is I think the other thing, because I've only watched it one pass through, I haven't rewatched a single episode. The sad part is, I could wa- say I, I could watch this again. Like, oh, I'm gonna to a half an hour's ending of the I'm show. I'm going to rewatch the whole thing probably again, just like because just I know now on. that just like I'm gonna compare this a lot to um, the first season of uh, Westworld because I feel like as a non-linear story, they both did a very good job. Entirely different shows, but yeah. they they're both non-linear shows. They both do flashbacks and they both end up tying it all together at the end. I think this destroyed Westworld. I think this. I think Westworld is like a smart person's show. Like I think that was whatever Christopher Nolan's brother's like way of being. Like I'm smarter than all you people. Here's my show. Figure it out. Like it was. It was like Ex Machina. Like you have to. Like Ex Machina is phenomenal. But like, you can tell that it's just so like nerds made those movies or yeah. shows. Like and I'm not saying this isn't like that. This is like that too because you really have to think to get this show. But at the same time, this one I think you can just watch all the way through, and I think you'll pull it together. And I think everybody's going to get something different out of this one. Where not yeah. everybody could. I, I I know a lot of people that couldn't get through Westworld. Yeah, I haven't even attempted. I've I've, I've read a lot of. Great. I've never even bothered with this. I've thing. read a lot of people talk about the show. Like I've I've watched videos yeah. about Hill House, and uh, some people. Um, Real quick, uh, we are trying to watch the World Series at the same time as this. And if the Red Sox win tonight, they win the World Series. They're three and one right now. So if we talk about that, it's you know, not like that's going to be a spoiler thing because it's going to be on every fucking buddy's news outlet this week. But we're going to jump back and forth between that and this. Anyway, um, should yeah, be but, live any minute now. Yeah, but uh, I've read a lot of people their reactions to it, and a lot of people didn't pick up on the shit that I was picking up on. So on I think this the, show, yeah, on this okay. show, I think I think. Um, you can watch this and just take it as a straight uh, haunting. Yeah. Or you can take it a completely different way. Oh, if you if you dig Yeah, but you know what show you know what was awesome Ooh. about this show though? Like at a point where like this is one of those shows where like you kinda of have to watch it kinda of maybe a couple times to pick up things and I and, and like they, they were smart enough to at one point when like the father is like, Listen, you've seen a ghost and the, he's like, No, I haven't He's like, Oh, remember the the guy who with the handlebar mustache and he was fixing yeah. the clock? That, I never hired anybody. So, like, that's that when moment, you're like, oh, shit. Dude, when that part happened, it's giving me goosebumps thinking about mm. that. That shit, 
fucked with me. So I, I was like, motherfucker. Because then your brain just starts going over. Yeah, going, like, oh. How many things have I fucking missed and not known were ghosts or not? And then, dude, they're there, man. Have every you seen episode the has. video of the, there's like 11 minutes of ghosts in the background and every I, episode. I got through half of it. Yeah. Because I just haven't had time to watch it because I, I listen to a lot of things, a lot of like reviews and stuff, just yeah. like with Mandy and any other movie and everything. I, I listen to like fan theories, but what? Mandy. Maybe it's great. Yeah, those I I I saw some as I was watching. I missed a whole bunch of them, but I saw yeah, some too. where I was like, "It's it's in the background." And I'm it's, looking at it. And I'm like, "Is that?" It's a lot no. like Hereditary. Yeah, there's yeah. a still shot and there's shit in the background, dude. And you and if you see it, you're like, "The fuck is that?" You a know, lot like of time, a lot like, of times though, it's just blurry and like like you don't notice the it. form of something, but yeah. you're like, "What the hell is, is that, that?" A person? Yeah. I'm not sure what that. Is. Yeah, there's a couple. The uh, all right. So I guess because we. You kind of gave your quick rundown. I'll give my quick rundown. Have you bang at yours? Then we can really do like all the yep. spoiler heavy stuff. I love the show. I think it's a fucking fantastic show. I was misled though, so I watched it because everybody. I kept on hearing that it was terrifyingly scary. Yeah, it's not scary. No, the show's not scary at all. It's very unnerving and unsettling. It is. I find also, it extremely hard to be fucking like creeped out from like yeah. shit. Like I yeah, really I feel like problem. so maybe like, some something people, doesn't really fucking like. There are scary the moments way. in this yeah. show. I think for sure. I think that like the part that you were talking with the jump scare was a well built jump scare. I think the scariest thing in the entire show, scary, was when Luke is a little kid and sees the floating man come in and that. Where he's under the motherfucker. That shit bothered the fuck out of me. Dude, when you're like a little kid, I'm a full grown man. I go, we were talking about this last night, man. Like I fucking I went pissy the other night at three o'clock in the morning and didn't know that it was a full moon all of a sudden, and I couldn't. I, I was in a dream state, couldn't tell whether it was day or nighttime. Had to check my fucking phone when I went back to bed because I couldn't figure out whether I was awake or not. And I thought something was watching me piss from outside my window. And I don't mean I'm in a second second story. So I'm not talking like somebody looking in. Yeah. I'm talking um, from the tree in my backyard, looking up at me, staring at me. I. 100% thought there was something there. And I, I don't believe in ghosts, by the way. So this is really fucked up. But I have weird dreams that, like, yeah. I don't sleep very well through the night. Me and Gary had a good talk about this, which I think will either go into this conversation or we can use this for the next episode because I'd like to talk about that stuff, too. Mm-hmm. But I love the show. Very, very, very unnerving and unsettling show. It will grip you. And I think if you are somebody that likes to peel back uh, he took sound like work right but he peel back layers of things and look into the deeper meaning of everything. I think you're gonna have a really good time with the show because, yeah. man, it just there's just so much, and the fact that all four of us got to watch it at the same time and fresh like that, I think we're all gonna kind of pull out different things from each other. And you guys have already reminded me of a few that I, I kind of I'm not saying I forgot, but I went so hard on other things. Yeah. Um, the I watched the first six episodes right away. Then I watched the, the last four, and. If you watch all ten, that's how the show feels. You know, it was a good episode too—the one where the fucking windows blew out and shit. Well, and that's fucking, where I was going. You know, the, the, like, the fifth and sixth episodes were the two best episodes. Yes, by far. Yeah. I, I don't even think it's a question. I think everybody says the same thing. The sixth episode, for me, being a fucking nerd that I am, like her Hereditary or like The Witch, or I like cool imagery and I like long shots and I eighteen minute fucking single camera. What shot. the <laughs> fuck with that goddamn shot, dude? Right. That's so hard. That's yeah. incredible. And it's and it was perfect. Yeah, it was fucking flawless. That whole episode, the sixth episode, the fifth episode was easily the sad, one of the saddest things I've ever seen in my life. And yeah. at the same time, one of the eeriest things I've ever seen in my life. Because when you realize what happens to Nell and the broke neck lady and everything, what the fuck? It still bothers me. But 
that sixth episode with the long shot and they're all arguing and the fucking storm is happening. It's 2 nothing Red Sox. Is it already? Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, yeah, we gotta figure that out. Oh, my preview has expired. I um, have to sign up. Oh, what the fuck? For Fox? Yep. Um, hmm. Yeah, but can't we sign in through Chromecast with your cable? If he, if we can do that, yeah. You gotta go to Cox.com. I'll try. On what? You yeah, but what about if you go... Okay. Right, you guys keep talking about the yeah. show. We'll Sorry about that. Sorry about that. That little Peter. Steve will figure it out. He's good at this stuff. Um, so I, I really love this show. I'm gonna get into. I think as we go together, I think I'm gonna pull out a couple things that really I I, I took out away from the show. Also, um, I thought Nell as a as a whole might have been the overall most uh, impactful person in the entire show. Obviously, the whole show is kind of built around her character, anyways. I, th- I think Theodora, not only being a very attractive lady, I actually think her character was the most interesting. Mm-hmm. I think the episode, her episode, I think it's the third one, where she goes to help. She's a counselor and she goes to fucking check on the little girl. That really fucked me up. Well, yeah, because well, at that point you don't really know. You don't get why that. she's wearing the yeah. fucking gloves. You don't get it. And she, then she, it's she like she's in the ceiling. And then yeah. you kind of <laughs> get it when she's like, "Fuck the thing in the ceiling." Why she saw the thing in the ceiling is what's Dude, so disturbing. I, I watched people react to that. Like in those stupid reaction videos, and so many people didn't get what was going on. It's, I don't know. Are you people kidding? are just fucking oh, dumb. You know, know what it is? It's because everybody was reacting like you just said. They all think the whole scare is the ceiling monster. Yeah, no, it's not. The no. scare is the fact that she feels the little girl getting raped. Is right, what's going on? Right. That's fucking terrifying. That's disgusting and terrifying and so unfucking again unsettling, dude. Like she when she fucking puts herself in that spot. You realize as soon as she's laid down, I knew what was gonna happen. Yeah. But like, it's the way it happens and how well she fucking does it, and then it just so happens that that's your that's your trigger clue to realize why she was. Well, that's why it. they put that there. I mean, yeah, that's why they wanted the you to is, see what that. Steve just said is everybody. But if that wasn't there, though, you can't fucking say that the fucking situation is being seen. Like you wouldn't even no, you acknowledge still it. it out. You maybe figure it yes. out, but like if the girl's laying on her back, you don't fucking not know though until they show the fucking trigger scene, like you just said. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think I don't think you would have had to show that ever. What I, we, okay, what what? Because everything kind of blurred in. So what exactly are we talking about when you say the? Is that this the one with the girl? Like they pan up and then you look up and you yeah, see yeah. the yeah oh, the okay, wood okay. in the wood because she's laying so to set that up she was laying in bed she saw the tree monster thing at the foot of her bed I think right then she see, she sees it at one point and that's how she knows to look for that thing but I don't think it happened so fast I don't think people caught on to that earlier in that episode she's in bed with that Asian girl or whatever and she wakes up and at the foot of her bed that pops was, up and yeah. it's that it's. It's that face that's in the fucking ceiling in the basement. But her her image of it. Oh, right. Miss, her image of Miss it is smile, like a person. Right? Yeah, yeah. We're talking about Miss, okay. Yeah, it's like it's just knots and wood in a yeah. wood beam in the basement. Yeah, because yeah, because then she's like, I don't understand why. But the girl, but she sees it. After she sees what she the girl, the little girl, sees that as being a monster because yeah, she com- yeah, she, she like to show that what she compressed yeah, on. she compressed it as she in, compressed the image as a monster as like a fucking like messed up face monster. But it's not. It's just a. It's a wooden beam with three knots in it that look like a face. Right. But she like that's how she knew to look for that fucking three knot thing because she put two and two together and it was. See, I didn't even. Take, I don't think she was really looking for the two knot things. Either. I think she was just looking at that, and she was in a situation where she recognized the situation in front of her, and it fucking agreed with what she's already fucking. Put no, that in was the mind. Pu- that was the puzzle you know piece I mean? fitting into the next puzzle piece. That's how she caught on that. That's what the little girl was trying to tell her. 
So that's when she knew that she had that, like, yes, she... Yeah, she had to call on the dude in the house and shit was going bad in the house. Yeah, but that was the point. She knew that... Uh, yeah. No, yeah, I, no, get, that, what that I get what you're saying. Yeah. But, but I don't think she was looking for that. I no, think, me yeah, either. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I'm just saying it wrong. Oh, all right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, she didn't, like, go to the house thinking, okay, this guy's molesting no, the kid. It was just, like, she was trying to figure out why that image got into her head. Right. And then she finally found the image, and that was the aha moment. And she says, right. ah, I gotta After call she this dude, because a fucking creep. Yeah, yeah. She's a fucking, like, you know, she's a psychic. You know, at that point, you catch it, you know? Um, we'll get into more of my, what I think about the show, because I, I definitely want to talk about the ending uh, at some point. Yeah, and they're actually all a little bit psychic. They don't they don't specifically say that, No, they all have their own thing. Yeah, they all have yeah. their own thing. They can all see different, different things. Um, I... Look, I guess we'll get into all the different stuff. I don't know if we're going to do a whole full episode by episode breakdown. No. I will say this, and I'm going to, because we can go back to this, and I'll put my little pin in it so we try to remember. 100%, I thought the last episode <coughs> was the worst episode yeah. in the entire series. I thought, it, I thought it felt yeah, so out of place. It was, it, out. it was so out of place. <laughs> you know? The acting wasn't the same acting. The fuck, Nell went from the best character in the show to the most annoying character in the show, in my opinion. Because it went from, like, a person acting to, like, I'm not a big theater person. So, like, you ever watch some, like, a theater actor overact? And they're so dramatic. And, like, like that's how she was in that last episode when she was doing that whole speech at the end talking to the brothers and sisters. Oh, you know, you, you know. I didn't like that part at all. I thought it was so overacted. I felt it was meant to be like that, though. It was. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. It just didn't gel well, with me. Another thing that pissed me off was, like. I liked the whole Red Room thing. I liked the fact that it was everybody's. It was open to the interpretation. It was like the haunting room. So everybody saw whatever they wanted. Like Theodorus, that's where she, it was her dance studio. Uh, it was this one's toy closet. It was the mom's whatever room, tea room. It was whatever. the tree house. It was the ga- uh, the video game room. Yeah. The dance studio. It was, it was the one room that everybody, and I liked that part, but that part felt like a, it felt like a. Well, what I hated act. was, I hated like, in a, in a show that, you know, it's about hauntings or whatever. The one thing I took me completely out of it and couldn't buy was Luke coming back from fucking getting rat poison awful. injected into yeah, his that veins. Was, and somehow he survived. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that was bad. That was real bad. A lot of people have been about yeah, that. Yeah, the, the little girl drinks the tea with rat poison, dies. Yeah. Yeah. But rat poison yeah. gets injected into his veins and somehow Which, through CPR, he can come back to life. For real. The, another fucking rip your heart out moment is when you realize that that little girl isn't a ghost. What the, oh, the, yeah. the what the daughter? fuck man that shit was awful like again really well done but man like I was watching that with Kristen and Kristen missed a little bit that sucks uh, thanks David Price giving up a home a home run uh, and fucking uh, I I caught on to what was going on before Kristen did and I was like yo what the fuck and as soon as I caught on Kristen was like what what I'm like that's not a fucking ghost that's a that's the little girl next door that fucking the, the homeschool girl because you said you have to go back in time and remember like when, they, when the moms were talking oh man anyway Steve go for it because I'm going to keep on going to, and I'd like to know your initial thoughts of the show and all that like, um, much like pretty much everybody else the first six episodes are probably some of my favorite episodes yeah. of any television any, show ever. ever seven and eight were also really good not on the level of one through six yep. I thought they were good episodes but again different it was like yeah, two yeah. different stories See, but how, how can you because we all, I'm assuming we all just, like, watched them and, like, binged them. Yeah. So how do you differentiate from, like, episode one, two? Like, to me, it just 
because I've watched them all in a row. So like to me, it's just like one long story. So no, same here. Yeah. Oh no, because, I, I kind no, of no, no, every character has their own. I agree right. with the you. first five episodes movie. are one character, one kid yeah. at a time. Yeah. Then after that, it was it was when it was the dad's episode. Really, is the sixth episode yeah. because you fucking realize what what he went through. I'm pretty sure that's even when they figure out the mold <laughs> thing, and that's yeah, when yeah. the storm happened, and that's when like he cut his hand, and that's the dad's episode. I think the seventh one is the mom's episode or the eighth. No, one. I think seven is the dad. Six is all in the yeah, funeral yeah. home. Yeah, it's yeah, you're right. Yeah, right. Yeah. The, the, the six is like the culmination of the first five episodes. Right. So it's like the that's the, a, to me that was like the cap on the first the, the five episodes. That was like one season, one through six. Yeah, and I agree. Everything else was something different. Yeah, I See, mean it was the same, but they it was fit, the last four fit each other. Yeah, but it was a different story. See, like, this is the tone changed. Everything changed. There's a benefit and. Uh, a crappiness to binging because like say you're watching a show that's on like CBS every week you watch that episode and you can have time to think it digest it but like when you binge something sometimes like you watch it all like all 10 episodes in a row of what I forgot how many there were but like, you watch them all in a row it all just blends in so it's hard for me to be like oh, okay like I get that like they each had their own episode but like you're like oh episode 8 and 9 and 10 like it's hard for me to figure out what Wait, happened God, in that episode because yeah. I'm just like oh okay I remember this part I can't tell you oh that was episode 5 episode 6 I'm usually like that when I've been something but this was completely different for me because I was like I wish I took notes as I was watching it because I was breaking I this down from a completely different standpoint as I was watching it to I me agree. it wasn't really a ghost story oh, I, w- I, I wish I did the notes too but <laughs> it wasn't as much a ghost story it's just it was an interesting plot it was like, a it ghost story going, like, you wanted show, to keep but fucking like uh, being a detective in the situation you yeah. wanted to keep fucking riding the show but honestly like I went in thinking this was gonna be a cheesy show because you guys recommended Mandy and that was shitty yeah. you guys tell me to watch Terrifier and that was shitty so like I'm thinking oh god this is like the cheese fest of all shows and it turned out to be something better than I thought that's good no, see well there's gonna I think this is the a nice start to that though because yes we did a couple we've done a couple movie reviews kind of like fuck with each other a little bit just to kind of have a laugh but then this is the first TV show that we were all like yo we all gotta watch this because yeah. it's a good one I could break this down like episode by episode I, I can tell you, I'm with you on that one. what things happened in what episode usually I can't do that Yeah. but for whatever reason I think probably because I was breaking this down as I watched it as something completely different than what most people are gonna see Yeah. that I, I think I remember things specifically from each episode I think I, I have that also because of the fact that like this goes back to the everybody. It, most people that watch the show thought I think it, was it brings terrifying b- and scary, and I didn't find it scary at all. No, I think I, it brings back almost like things in life where, like you know, personal experiences where you can hear maybe family members or relatives telling you mm-hmm. something that similar has happened to them. So yeah. like that makes it more interesting on its own base, right? I don't think know? it was like scary in the traditional sense. I think it was the way they handled grief and depression. Yeah, and it was all that shit on the show made it unnerving because it it's it, it was, was real, more psychological it's real right? life stuff yeah, no. that is well what would you consider scary like what movie have you seen I that don't you're like, find any movie scary I really like, there might be like that. a point where it's okay oh shit maybe get goosebumps or something but I'm not like oh that was a scary movie it just never happens you know what's scary to me is like arachnophobia <laughs> that's <laughs> well, no, where I'll, I'll get I'll, I'll a little you, goosebumps I'll give you a couple different, spiders I think some things I'll tell you a couple movies that have scared me as an adult, uh, the visit, the that um, the found footage movie with and that Shyamalan, the two kids go to visit their fucking grandparents. That was unnerving, but that scared the shit out of me. Yeah. There was a couple parts in that movie, dude, when the grandma's 
they're under the house playing hide and seek. Have you guys seen that movie? Oh, is that the one where the, like, the, the I, I didn't see it. Runs up to her and shit. That's the grandma's fucking, all that's like, shit. yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I haven't seen it, but I know. It's a, it's, I didn't know what Emily like, shot. No, she's yeah, cooking them in the oven. The that's movies. right. You know, she's cooking them in the oven. Not really. No, it's not a Hans and Gretel movie. It's like a fucking movie about like a. Yeah, but is that reveal, is that scary that, or is it more unsettling? It, I think everything I find un, un, unsettling scary. Okay. Yeah. Like I that find shit like, 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 like Wolf's like, Creek unsettling. No, no, no. Well, well yeah. Uh, shit well, like that. To me, a movie like, like Wolf's Creek a movie is terrifying. Where somebody's where fucking it. getting murdered. Fucking like that makes me. The reason why Wolf's Creek is scary is because it can happen. Yeah. There's fucking Australia is the size that we are. Yet it's got the population of Los Angeles. You disappear. Right. Yeah. So there's so much unfucking known. Like wilderness in, yeah. in Australia, you can go to a part of it that you movies would... like Hostel, movies like no, that's not that fucking... It's the same yeah, fucking. Yeah. It's the same fucking idea. You're just a fucking pawn and a fucking immigrant in somebody else's game. See, yeah. none of that. No, it's like murders and ghosts and shit. None of that shit scares me. I can get scared scare by a as much movie. as fucking but Disney. Part, yeah. But the movie that doesn't mean the movie is scary. Like yeah. this, this is scary in a different way. Like the way the way it jars you like emotionally. Yeah. Probably more than anything I've ever watched. Yeah, I agree. Well, like, well, I mean, The Strangers, that movie's scary to me. That movie is terrifying because that could happen. Somebody could yeah. just randomly show up here. Like, I think that's fucking, that's terrifying. But there are people in this world that can watch, like, Friday the 13th and that's scary. That doesn't like, scare me that at all. That we were brought up on it, though. Yeah. There are people that it does bother. I literally watched that and I'm just like, okay, this is the situation. Here we go. Like, yeah. another 80s fucking flick. That's the way I look at it, but yeah. go ahead. Yeah, but you know what movie unsettled me and I still can't watch it at dark? Blair Witch. Because when, so yeah, when Blair Witch came out, like no, I didn't I didn't ha- I didn't have internet. Yeah. So like you're you buying you, you, you bought into the hype of oh this is found footage, like the family, you know, we found the footage, we're gonna play it and then like at the like the whole thing takes you on a journey, like the, the guy goes missing, like if and then at the end when you see the guy in the corner you're like, Oh shit and then the fucking Obviously, I was say it doesn't matter. So, so like you know, well, it's, it's like sinister. Sinister was fucking terrifying to me. I thought the, the movie with I thought uh, that was really good. I thought that was great. Oh, um, Ethan Hawke's in it, right? Yeah, I didn't see I that movie's that. fucking fantastic. That movie's really good. Um, that whole block of movies that came out that same time, the one, The Conjuring was really good. What about good. that the movie Slither? Was, there's a couple scary parts. Thoughts of Slither. Con- <laughs> I think I had this conversation with Steve. Conjuring would have been so much better. It, seeing that in the theater, if they didn't spoil the the biggest scare in the in, yeah with the clap yeah that like part. if because to me that would have been that that scene the where, little, where the, the, little where boy the ghost running around the room and stuff that was see that's scary to me that kind of, but that's back the ghost stuff I don't believe in ghosts but maybe that's why I just see yeah this stuff like in the movie I find scary but I'm never like after a movie like oh sh- like scary like, yeah, yeah. yeah God I can't well, like, the, whatever it, it, the dude I can watch year. anything and go to bed there's yeah. nothing that's gonna make me not want to go to bed yeah. it, <laughs> it that came out last year was scary that was a good movie they did a really good it oh yeah, one, yeah that was that was scary there were the, now there were in my opinion there were a couple parts in, of CGI that were kind of cheesy yeah like I, at the very end when he was dancing and the flames behind him that was very well done but. <laughs> Like the rest of the movie, like I, actually, I, give, I bought it on a Blu-ray and I, I rewatched it recently. And I'm, dude, I had a hard time watching it. The, the whole Georgie scene, you know what's going to happen, and it's still. I think the, the original will still be a little bit more scary to me than the fucking. No, the, the new ones. No, I watched yeah. the original. It's not a remake. Like, it's an entirely. I just, I just thing. watch something on the basis of it being old and fucking creepy, opposed no, to the, being the, the original. New if, you watch fucking, it, if, like, if you watch it now, CGI it's not derivative. It was terrifying when we were kids. It's not scary anymore. 
Because it's not that if you actually watch the one with Tim Curry, it's not scary. It's it's not scary. It's just fucking. It's um. There are a couple again unsettling parts when they were looking at the fucking book and Mike's talking about the history of the town and all of a sudden Pennywise runs up to it and like that's scary. Yeah. But it's not like it's not that it, he he's more funny than he is anything else. He's more Freddy Krueger than he is fucking. Yeah, but you know the 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 original is it, it's basically two movies in one. Like I find myself I enjoy the kid. The, the first part yeah, with the kids. The second half it sucks. Second half is just like okay. I mean, I guess I, I get, yeah. I guess I'm gonna go on this ride. Well, that's why every I'm I'm real interested to see what happens with it too when it comes out ne- next year because they could really fuck up that adult half because the, the adult half of the the book is really fucking weird. But they got some good actors playing the roles, so I mean I'm sure it'll be good. Yeah. yeah so long story short, like when everybody says this movie is so fucking terrifying that people are fainting and. That, like, they're fucking stupid, because it's not that kind of scary at all. There are parts that are scary, but I think this movie... This, see, that's the other thing. Some people call this a movie, like a 10-hour-long movie, and some people call it a show because it's only... Like, I call it a show because it's 10 hour, ten episodes. Yeah. But a lot of people just call this a, a movie because it's only going to be one season. Yeah, There's but shows... Well, shows and movies... Yeah, they shouldn't do it, though. Shows no, and movies need that hype, though. Like, when Psycho came out, like... They were talking about how people were yeah, fainting. They're and always going to do that. I get it. Yeah, it's a promotional tactic. It got me to watch it. The further into the show I got, the less scared I got when some things happened because it, it, it just starts emotionally. Well, you're predisposed over. to like what what you think you're going to expect. Like the first couple episodes, you, if you go in not knowing what it is, you're like, oh, well, what kind of show is this? Yeah. And like you kind of go on yeah. a, like a wave. You're like, okay, well, it's supernatural. Oh, okay, well now it's a ghost. Okay, well now it's like a family drama. Okay, now we're dealing with like real life. And then like, okay, now we're gonna go to the Hill House, and you're like, okay, what the fuck's gonna happen? Yeah. It, it is an interesting ride of a, of a show. It, it definitely takes you on a couple different paths that you're like, well, really, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. You know, but then when they happen, you're like, oh, that makes sense. You know, like, when it... I, I think the... I don't know, maybe we shouldn't jump this far ahead, but, like, I think the two most disappointing things for me in that show were the... It was... the Both of them were the last episode. I, I, for whatever reason, I didn't care for that whole scene where Nell talks about whatever some of the things she said in that scene were really good but I didn't like the way she acted in it something about the, her acting in that scene I couldn't it took me what, right out the last of episode where she's explaining what's yeah when they're all when all the kids are in the room together and she comes back and she's talking about it I don't know why I couldn't get into it I just I couldn't get into it, uh, it, it was, I literally flash go back to the earlier in this episode the same reason why I just don't get five finger death punch I didn't get the scene. I think a lot of people are going to love that scene. And I've already listened. No, serious. It's I just don't oh, get it. I don't, I, I, I've watched Christ. it. Why are you going to bring like, a five-figure death punch? It's true, because how many people this? in the world love that band? Thousands and thousands of people love them. It's and I just don't get it. Where it same, thing with, same thing with that show. That one scene, I've heard. A, I've heard, I've already watched a bunch of <laughs> no. breakdown videos, and everybody loves that fucking whole, that whole speech she does. And I thought it was the most uncomfortably bad acted thing in the whole series and everybody keeps talking shit about that dude Luke and I thought he did great so like I yeah. um, I don't know that, I thought he was fine yeah, I didn't have a bad. problem with his acting no I didn't like I didn't like the E.T. guy shut oh, your shut dad, your cock sucking my young dad I was on and off with him some episodes oh. I thought he was great and then other episodes I thought he was a little he was yeah. great See, like the first ep, I, I I got used to him after the first episode, but as like the first episode started and he comes in the room and he's talking them down about you know her dream that she had, 
I'm like, oh my god, is this show going to be this bad? Because his fucking acting's terrible. It's a little tough at the beginning. He yeah. gets better as the show goes on, though. He does, he does. But I that think first step, oh man. Once you get to where the old dad comes in, they actually compliment each other. Yeah. But him by himself was tough at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, Timothy Hutton was fucking great. Yeah, he was really good. I thought, see, now flip to the mom, Carla Gugino. I thought she was really good as, like, just the mom. And when she first started kind of going crazy... And then there were a couple parts where, like, the, the episode where she's talking to the, the maid, um, what are they called? The people that their daughter dies and all that stuff. Uh, I couldn't get into those. They seemed, she seemed out of place. Like, for she, some reason, I thought she was going to turn yeah. into, like, oh, she's been a ghost the whole time. Uh, yeah, and for like, a while, I was like, are these, are these real people? And it was weird because I felt like It took me a while because she, she was so distant, and then she was only really in, like, two episodes. She was so, yeah. weird, because, and, and it almost felt like she wasn't even, like, that, the handyman husband, like, they felt like complete opposites. Like, they were like, he felt like he oh, was they, alive. they didn't look like they should have been together. That's no, no, no. <laughs> And also, like, else. the cheesiness of the end with him, like, bring, like I thought that was fucking real cheesy. That ain't mine. Hey, Ray. Pass that over to Ray. Hook me up over there, fucking drunkie. You want a vodka? No. I'll take a, I have I'll more, take a Jack? I have more Jack. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't think she was terrible. The one scene, though, where, like, Carlo Gino, like, really starts snapping. I think it's after the, the storm scene, and they're sitting in that, like, right near the, the statue room or whatever. yeah. And she's talking about how, like, that's why she fucking homeschools her kid. I yeah, think she it was basically, yeah, it, was, it was the speech that, like, maybe she should get out and, and, yeah. and like, leave the house and, like, yeah. not spend so much time in it. The longer that, once you get into those Eve episodes, you start realizing the timeline shortens so fucking fast. You think that, you're watching them, like, at first lived there for a while, and it's only, like, a month or two. Yeah. And it happens really fast how fast her mom starts becoming fucked up. Yeah. But, like, that scene when she's, like... She overacted in that scene to me too. That was another one that I had a hard time with. But she was like, "I just, I just think I got, like the way she act. Like I can't do yeah. that kind of shit." Man. She's like, "Oh, it's not my place." She goes, "You're right. It isn't your place." Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah like that kind of stuff. I'm like fucking burn. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I can't really, I can't do it. Where I thought the the dad housekeeper guy, it sucks that I can't remember the name. They call him whatever their last it name. Starts with a D. I can't remember. The Dudleys. The Dudleys. The Dudleys. How do we Dudleys. forget that? I don't know. You'd think they would remember that, yeah. So the so the Papa Dudley or whatever, when they're in the basement figuring out the mold. Dick Dick Dudley? I thought when he was talking about... <laughs> what the fuck? When he fucking... And then the, the daughter sign guy. When he... Uh, oh, man. So when he was talking about how his wife won't show up, like he talks about why, what happened to his wife and how they lost their first child, whatever. Yeah. I thought that scene was great. That was eerie as fuck, and he's trying to explain it. And then the dad is just like... Yeah, he, he came off... For, listen, I like... Her name's Anna Annabelle Gish, Gish. and she was in that. Uh, she was. A she was in that actress. that uh, show uh, Brotherhood. If you haven't seen it, it's based in the island. island. It was really good. Like, that's where I know her from. I, oh, Sons of Anarchy. But she, yeah, she's good in Brotherhood. Brotherhood's actually a really good fucking show. You should, have yeah. you ever seen it? No, dude, you watch it's only like, like three seasons. That's real good. I've the guy, it, uh, I've only seen one prime time episode. The guy who was in Chappaquiddick, or the guy who uh, did you see the last? That's a what? It's a good fucking movie. The guy <laughs> you didn't catch it. Oh. Sorry, we'll tell you later. The guy, um, did, did you watch the new, the latest no. Terminator? Come on, man. Did you watch the latest Terminator? Which one? The last one that they just did. Genesis. Yeah, I like, I like Genesis. The guy who and played John Connor. It. The guy who played John Connor's in both. Yeah, I don't like him. I think he sucks. It, well, as John Connor, but he's actually he's a good actor. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I don't like it was anything, but I know you, I know who he is. Yeah. Like you take you take when uh, Papa Dudley was having the conversation with the husband, basically telling like I bought that speech because he was all passionate. Her having the speech 
completely like I couldn't buy it. Like See, I didn't mind that scene. I thought I thought Carlo Gugino's character was the hard one in that. But scene. also at that time when that scene was going on, I'm thinking this. I girl also thought they were kind of over. I thought they were overacting each other to be honest with you. Like I thought that was that was one of those ones that was just I don't know. That was a weird scene. I think. Uh, I mean, it's new, but now I didn't mind that lady in that show though because when she did the the episode where she helped the little kid make uh, repaint the fucking yeah, yeah, I thought that was really nice and I don't know, man. I I'm there was a lot of episodes that were like the Nell episode. I guess we should probably just talk about that episode because that seems to be the most like unnerving one for everybody. The broken neck lady episode where the, you fought like Ooh, you that's fight. the saddest. Fu- I cried like three separate times in that episode, and I don't give a fuck. I'm not I'm not afraid to say it, dude. That shit was fucking sad as fuck. She's she's she starts off with like the fucking sleep paralysis thing, and then like she finds this guy who helps her through it, and then it turns out like she lives this really nice life, which is the <laughs> first time in the show that you see one of them turn out to have a nice life. Yet at the beginning of the show, you it's confusing because she's they should they start the show off with her like crazy, yeah, she's, yeah, she's yeah, manic. right. So this episode and it's like wow this is fucking really nice. Like she finds this nice guy and he's then she like has an episode and he and he talks her down and like all this other stuff. And then he fucking dies. And you're like, what the fuck, man? Like, why'd you, why'd you kill the... Fu- I don't even know what his name is. I'll just call him Black Arthur. Husband. Arthur. Oh, Sounds, there you go. That's fucking sad as shit, dude. Arthur fucking... Just call him the Black Husband. Just call him Leroy. The other fucking racist. Here, I'm the racist. You're yeah, the Black Husband. husband. He's the only we black all have IMDb. We can easily look it up. He's the only Black Husband in the show. Oh, Jerome. <laughs> Jerome Johnson. So, uh, Jesus, we're all going to hell. <laughs> oh, Jesus. We're all going to hell. Oh, no, we're going to hell. <laughs> oh, boy. Dobby's coming out all of right, Fucking okay. Ray, you have rubbed off on Stop this. it. Stop it. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. So, Arthur, or whatever his name is, when he dies, that's sad as fuck. And then she goes through her fucking issues. And then, like, she's, she, I don't know, that whole episode, man. God damn! When she fucking falls off that that balcony thing or whatever, and you f- you finally catch on the whole time she's the fucking broken neck lady, like you want to talk about goddamn soul crushing TV. So wait, wait, you knew his name, Arthur? No, I said, said it. Oh, you figured it out? He said it right as soon as I said. Oh, Black I was Husband. like, fuck. So maybe if you weren't so fucking busy saying things like Leroy, you would have known. Jerome. Oh, Jebediah or whatever the fucking Ray said. <laughs> you just came up with that yourself. I didn't say Yeah, there's shit. another one, you fuck. That's a, I didn't say Might as well shit. just call him Jigaboo. What the fuck? Oh, <laughs> fuck. Wow. <laughs> All right, this is where Steve, Steve's going to edit that one out. No, no, why? We never edited anything else out. What's the scene from uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake? What's it? He's talking to the kid. That's a great one. Yeah, Jedediah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. I like those two. I like the remake and I like the beginning. I, don't I love the remake. Well, it's because he... Well, uh, <laughs> The only bad part about the remake is the fact that Jessica Biel's shirt never gets dirty yes. the entire time. Which but her is, nipples are hard the whole... Sh- I'm okay with it. The, other good, the, the only other good thing she ever did was Chuck and Larry when she was fucking... Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. I'm not sad about that at all. All right, anyway. So, there's back, another show with her. That real quick, last lame, thing, too. Though. We all have already talked about the fact that Theodora's clearly the best looking one in the show yeah Theodore is uh, but am I the only one who also thought she had a hint of Alanis Morissette in there I thought a hint of uh, Angelina Jolie okay yeah maybe a mix between the two there by the way another thing they did great on they not necessarily 
the boys and maybe not even now, but the two the two older sisters, they kind of they don't they don't they look, look alike, no, but they, they have like, the same kind of features. They look like all the mom. All three sisters look like they could be sisters. Yeah, and the mom looks like she could be the mom. I mean, not for nothing. Look at me and my sister. We don't look like we even come from the same yeah. herd of humans, let alone fucking. Yeah. Uh, you know, her and Ben and your mom look like they were fucking. They were hatched from the same egg. Her Ben and my mom look alike. My, and Ben and my dad are shaped a lot alike, which is weird. Like an egg? Pretty much, yeah. Fuck you! I'm knocking on the door. I'm like, you alive? That's what I get. Uh, Uncle, Uncle Ben, it's Rosie. Fuck you! <laughs> Uncle Ben, are we talking about black eyes again? No, no, Jeez. no. We're talking about my brother Ben. <laughs> I <laughs> could go for some Ben, ice. I still <laughs> Jesus Christ. Zatarans. No. Zatarans. <laughs> I don't know if I can be associated with this podcast. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway. Just some good old... Zatarain. Just, just some good old Louisiana fucking vittles. See what happens if you bring up rice? What the fuck? <laughs> rice or race? I said rice. Hey, I, what I, heard, I heard Uncle Benz. I heard Zatarain's. I heard all sorts of shit. I just We're brought up rice. Good old Zatarain's gumbo, right? I'm just saying. All I brought up was rice, and Dude, it went most, crazy. Let's just all be, listen, be, before we get, continue on with the fucking most heart-wrenching show of all time. I'm just saying. The most racist fucking commercials ever are the guy doing Popeye's commercials with that lady being like, here's my spicy Popeye's chicken. And you're like, what the fuck? What? what come on, man. I wanted to go to Popeye's today, but I forgot Gary's a fucking vegetarian. So uh, where the fuck is there a Popeye's around here? There's a Popeye's around here. Really? Justin Providence. There's a bunch of them. Jesus Christ, yeah. I didn't even know that. Fuck, man, there's one right next to the fuck. There's one in uh, South Canada, right if I exit five, we're near Dan's place. Mm, I think it's I'm right, gonna, right there. I might have to get on my Popeye's chicken kick. Uh, uh, so, back to episode five. Did you guys, I think I know where you stand, but did you guys just find that a ghost, or did you think there was something more to the whole bent neck lady thing? I didn't put two and two together that it was her until obviously. Right, I didn't either. And I. Once you find out, like, to me, like, when when Arthur died, I was like, oh, man, there's no fucking need for this guy to die. Like, what the fuck? This, like, her life is finally... Because you, you flash back, yeah. oh, she's making manic phone calls, she's fucking crazy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. She got her shit together. She got her shit together, and then all of a sudden... Boom. He just... You're fucked. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, for, I didn't like the way he died, anyway. Yeah. So he just, like, he was just like, oh, boom. Aneurysm. Well, no, it, it, yeah. it made sense, because... You, they he, they couldn't have killed him in a way that made her look like she killed him. Right. So he had to die of like a heart attack or choking in the sleep or something because if they had done that, then it would have looked... The, the point of that so, wasn't to make her look like she killed him. The point of it was to make her go even crazier. So he just had a legit aneurysm? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's right. where they... Well, that's so, where they explained it. Because you can't because, explain you, you, you can tell people that you're blue in the face that you saw a ghost. How many people are actually going to believe well, you? Well, if you watch it, you're you're instantly thinking, okay, Bent Neck Lady right. killed him. Mm-hmm. Well, this but then I'm thinking to myself, well, how the fuck did Bent Neck Lady kill him? No, that's what Nell she... saw. Nell saw Bent Neck Lady kill okay. him. He had an aneurysm. Right. This goes into why I was asking, do you think Bent Neck Lady is a ghost? Or do you think there's something more to what Bent Neck Lady is? Ah, see, that is tough because later on in the way the house kind of is explained later on and I didn't get this until I, I listened to a review thing but it, it makes sense now that Hell House or Hill House whatever the fuck you call it can bend time like time isn't linear in, in I've heard that I don't, so I don't, you I don't basically that either, see Nell as a psychic 
basically just seeing no, his no, foreseeable no, 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 no. death. Kinda. That's I'm just. I kinda. have to question and ask now because right, I want to I'm, I'm gonna. That. I'm gonna tell you my whole theory. Yeah, about do, yeah. do that. Do that. I'll, I'll see. Because I really am about. interested I think in this right now. It's easiest to wrap it up with her, but it extends to everybody else too. Yes. Um. Obviously, we know. Psychic runs in the family. The mother is a little bit sensitive, and Theo's a little bit sensitive. She too. brought it up early. Right. Yes. And I think the bent neck lady wasn't a ghost. I think the bent neck lady was Nell being able to see um, that she was depressed and she was eventually going to kill herself. And um, she couldn't see the face. She just saw, like, the outline. So she didn't know. She just thought it was a ghost. Yeah. But I think <clears throat> she had depression in her from... A small child. Yeah, but doesn't she not kill herself though? No, she does I'm getting, I'm getting to yeah. that. I'm getting. Yeah, to I that. thought. No, hold on, I'm getting okay. to that. So when that whole scene happens, when she goes to the house and she goes up the staircase and the mother pushes her off. Yeah, yeah. Before that, she hands her that that necklace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the, I think it's her and uh, Luke. Yep. I think, and she says, um. She said some. I can't remember exactly what she said, but I think. Her passing that on to her mm-hmm. was symbolism for passing on her depression, because uh, she You're killed right. herself and her her mental illness. That was a symbolism of passing on her mental illness to Nell, yeah. and that Nell wasn't really pushed off. She was pushed off in the sense that what she got was hereditary, but she jumped herself, and that's why you know when she yeah. But then when when uh, Theodore can feel her, she can feel that she didn't kill herself. Because technically, but, if you hear what he just said, that's technically she didn't kill herself. It was yeah, just her, kind of brought her mental on illness to her killed her. I don't think, I don't think Theo on. is seeing like a like a play-by-play of what's happening. I think it's more like a feeling. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's seeing like a vision of exactly what's happening. But I, th- I think that extends to everybody. Because if you notice, <laughs> every time they see a ghost, it's under a very stressful situation. I think that stressful situation brings out the mental illness in all of them. So I think it's really a play about a, a movie or a show about mental illness. So when, <clears throat> when the the writer when the writer sees the gl- the cl- uh, the clock ghost, what stress is he under? The mother being like ill. When who sees the clock ghost? The the writer, like as a young kid. I oh, forgot his name. Uh, Steven? Steve. Is that his name? <clears throat> yeah, because he sees that on the way out of the house. See, I, I don't. I don't think it's that they don't see ghosts. I think they do see ghosts. I think it is a ghost story, but I also think the ghosts are manifested out of their own mental illness. Like in other words, I think it's yeah. Like a it's not. I don't think necessarily. Do you think that whatever not, happened manifested in the house itself? Like the house brought like the the show is based no, on the house. I, I, so do you think it's based outside of the house? I can. Like the I can house, actually, Nothing I can, regrouped. I can to why the sorry. house is the actual fucking like. I don't think the. I think. You the, know what I, I mean? think the house might be haunted. But the stuff they deal with after, all that PTSD... I think one triggers the other. All that PTSD Because it almost makes it sound kind of like... Yeah, but you... You know, like out of fucking left field, that fucking... Well, you know what's going to happen. The show's based on this house, but everybody has mental illness. Because I know these... What does the house have to do with the situation? I know these are books. Is there a prequel to why the house is so fucked up? No, there's one book. There's one book. There's one book. book. In the book, this, this movie... Uh, show, show is like it's going to be another different. season. You no, know no, you're going to no, see no. another. Oh, because because very I'm... loosely written on the book. The book is entirely different. Well, because my it's theory not about a family, I don't think it's enti- it's way. No, way it's about paranormal investigators. Well, yeah. my my theory really? is now that this it's is kind of like this is kind of popular. Whether yeah. this guy returns or not, I feel we're going to get a prequel, 
and we're gonna follow the the flapper lady with the like with well, the they, baby. They could do that if they wanted to, but the the reason why this is supposed to only be one season is because there's only one book. Like all the books you see in um, at first when I first, so here's what I thought. I thought this was before I realized that this was only gonna be one season. I thought this was gonna be a new show, like a um, an analog um, an anthology show. And each each series or season was going to be one of that dude's books. So the very first episode, all I got out of it was this is going to be a show that is just each book. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, because when, when he's looking he's, at the when he's at, at the, the lady's with, book with that lady's mm-hmm. house when he she was going to write her story or right. whatever like because they showed all, those books. all his books like I thought how you thought yeah so I thought originally I thought it was going to be like almost ripped out of, wow that one actually stunk man uh, I thought I thought it was going to be I'm a glad little you blew up that one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, no, I, I thought it was going to be an anthology sh- show. Like, every season was going to be about a different book that he wrote. And this one just so happens to be the first one because this one's the only personal one to him, and that's where it's going to go from. And then from there, he was going to be like a median character or whatever. And that's not what it turned into at all. It turned into an entirely different fucking show. So, like, I'll be honest. I, I'm interested to go rewatch the first episode because the episode, the first episode I didn't think was all that great. Because I thought it was going to be an entirely different show than what it was. The second episode and the third episode, Theodora's episode is where I got hooked. Because once her episode kicks in, I don't know, that's where I really started to catch it on. Like, oh, fuck, this is, there's something more here to it than what I realized. You know, like, I, I need to go back and rewatch the first two, but I didn't want to do that until we did this. Because yeah. I felt like I'd pick up more stuff. I, don't, I, th- I think it's a phenomenal show as a whole. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. If you I was going to say, to answer uh, Ray's question, he's taking a piss right now. Hopefully he can hear me. To answer Ray's question, I do think the house was haunted but I think that triggered their mental illness for life yeah I agree with you on that because all that stuff follows them outside of the house and if you notice like I said they didn't have it before they moved into the house right and none of them none of them see anything until they're under stress yep every time every time any of them sees a ghost they're under some kind of like extreme stress and I think that is brought on by the stress. You know, you, you know what I actually thought this show was going to turn into after watching... Um, I, I, forget, I forget if this scene was in the first episode where the father carries them all out of the house and he's like, close your eyes. The first season. I thought... First, first, first episode, episode yeah, yeah. I thought that this was going to be like a take off of Amityville Horror. Because mm. it was kind of yeah. like... Like they're gonna sell their story. Yeah. Like he didn't know like what was gonna happen. Like is it a ghost story? Is it not? I thought it was gonna go the Amityville horror route. So to back to my point on, my, on that on that scene where he tells him to close his eye, close his eyes, and he's running him out of the house. There's a piece where he opens. His yeah, eyes. he's opened his eyes, and I thought he saw something. He sees ghosts on the side. You can see him. Like it's real short, but there's like four ghosts there. So again, under stress. Uh, yeah. He's never seen a ghost he's, before. He's also in denial, though. He doesn't right. Think him and Shirley are both in denial. Yeah, they're, they're, they they kind of like rationalize it, like oh, yeah. it's it's just nothing. Shirley likes to be in control of everything, hence she's in control of everybody. Later right, on. and I think that's brought on by trying to take care of the cats and the kitten yeah. dying and yeah. all that shit. That was a good episode. <clears throat> I like that whole. Yeah, uh, she had a good episode. I, I thought that was a good episode when they explained like death to her and all that you know that was one of the scariest parts of the fucking show too was the the cat with the white eyes did yeah. you uh, that was fucking terrifying did you guys think that Theodore really and, the, and the husband I do I just I don't think it was terrifying I don't oh were you gonna say were they cheating on each other did you think yeah. that instantly that they were banging at first it did and then I was like nah it's too easy 
I, I kind of I went right. That's what the show wants you to think. But well, I yeah, but then they like, then they show you that scene with them in the in the closet when the when the power comes back yeah. on at the funeral home. You're like, oh, okay, your suspicions are correct. Like they were banging. See, I never even thought that. I don't know. I just thought it was too. I thought that was way too easy of a play. I definitely wasn't shocked when it turned out that fucking uh, Shirley ended up cheating on the husband. Oh yeah, yeah. and that's because it, that was. It well, was they still, they kept him to fucking Pat Sajak weird. Um... They yeah well because she keeps seeing the guy with the with the glass but yeah. that's what I don't understand like what, did that guy eventually die or is that her ghost that no, that's, follows that's her, her? That's her guilt. That's her guilt. Yeah. Did, okay. That's why she's so miserable about. Yeah, but that guy. Uh, the fucking she doesn't want to admit that she's wrong because she's in control of everything. The fact that the one time she lets go of control is when she fucking cheats on her husband which she feels terrible about so she just makes him feel like shit about well isn't that that guy, uh, Steven the, the writer isn't that like oh a ghost isn't like a ghost it's a right. it's a me- so that yeah. me- like okay okay I got you yeah he said I think he said um, I don't like to think of it as supernatural I think of, like to think of it as pre-natural it's something natural that happens that we just don't understand why it happens yet I think that was his his idea of ghosts it's he's not wrong I mean I I don't know it the show definitely makes you think about a lot of different things, that's for sure. I think, um, oh, that's what I want to ask you guys. Here's a, here's a question. What did you think about, let's jump forward a little bit, because we've kind of, and we can go back and forth, and again, non-linear, just like the fucking show, but. Bring it on. I want to, I'm real interested to find out while I can remember it, and we're an hour and a half in as of right now, or about a minute and a half ago. Um, what did you all feel about the end, and the fact that, the Steven character who was the one who was the most in denial about everything turns out that his whole purpose his special power is the fact that he's the one who's gonna like keep the house open did you think that was a lame ending or did you think that that was the right ending did you think that that was like did you, did you expect that in a story before we go there I wanna talk about the red room okay I'm cool with that just yeah. cause that's more of like a middle point I just wanted to bring it up so yeah, we so talk forget, about it yeah, yeah. I, We'll get into that. I didn't like the end at all. I thought the end sucked. Yeah, that's why. Did you did you figure out the red? I guess room? I didn't miss anything, huh? <laughs> no, you, you might like it. I don't uh, know. I just didn't. Did I thought it was a cheesy end. I feel yeah. like fucking like weirded it was, out it was, now that people tell me they don't like the end. Was, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> this, like, that, no. The show was. No, I told you what I, I said. The end, the, end the end doesn't hold up to the previous episodes, right, right, but right. the but the last episode ties everything together. Yeah, the, yeah. That's a, that's what's so infuriating about it because half the episode is fantastic. It's like you have to see the end. Like obviously, you have to see the last episode to for everything to make sense. But it does not have a great finish compared to the phenomenal like beginning. Yeah, it, like it doesn't like me, I'm not gonna well. see something like, like that if, I don't if, expect. Like if we're like, like if we're if we're in a graph, like say like a graph, and I'm gonna be visual right now. Like this is where the it starts. This is where it ends. It's like it, they're not on the same level. Yeah. But you need to see the ending for it to make sense. Yeah, so yeah, I, don't think, yeah, I don't think it's the out. worst ending. I don't think it ruins the show. No, I just no, would, I, I think they could have done it better. Now, you know, there are... There's a little were, bit of a cop-out ending. Yeah, it was yeah. a little easy. And it, I, like, I also, It's almost like I foresensed it before I even didn't watch it. I know, it's horrible. Like, so, I, 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 like I told you, I watched 95% of the show. It came up to the fucking, very fucking ending, and I kind of literally... I did that too. I I don't even know if I wanted two. to watch it, but, like, I literally just was like... I have to go back and watch the last two, because I fell asleep a bunch. There yeah. was some intense parts in the last two, but I just... The last... The very last episode, I thought, was easily but the worst. The, the Red Room. Season. I want to hear what you guys think about the Red Room, because I have a theory about it that I'm not... Quite 100% on yet, but I gotta take a piss. Go ahead. But before you are. Well, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Th- but with the Red Room, at what point 
did you figure out that the red room was more than just a moldy room? Not until they said that it, it, everybody had a specific thing okay. about the room. Yeah. All right, good. All right, because I thought like, oh, maybe I'm not. Maybe I didn't watch no, good enough. It plays into my mental illness thing and not ghost thing. What I think about the room. You might be right with that too. I mean, obviously, if you are watching, uh, if you watched it and listened to this, then you know that the red room. Each kid had their own, like, sanctuary in the Red Room. It's just, like, you didn't know it until the end where, like, Steven had the well, video game real quick, room. we should, we should, if, if you were actually listening to this and you haven't seen the show, and we just blew a lot of the fucking show out for you, the Red Room is a mystery the entire length of the show. It's one room in the house that they can't get into. No master key, no skeleton key, nothing, nothing they can find will let them into this room. It turns out that this room the whole time each one of the people in the room in the house have been in it and they just didn't realize that they were in it it just man were. it manifests itself into the house into yeah it manifests a room itself into whatever that person or was. it might have been psychologically taken over at that point and fucking well that's a perspective if you want to go into a different route that they were brought to that room for a certain reason each one of those characters it was to to lull them into like a sense of like like for them to be comfortable, they like, all had their space in that room. Yeah, they all went to their room to be like like Luke. He went there to like color his pictures and like relax. Like Stephen went there, he played video games. No, yeah. like she did the dance and like what the hell did children yeah. do? Yeah, shit. She, uh, was that that wasn't the same room where she fucking put the cats right or was it? No, Luke. Luke had the treehouse. Luke had the treehouse where yeah, he did the treehouse. Uh, Stephen, Stephen had, had the video game video room. game room. Nell had the dance studio. Nell had, no, no, no. no Theodora had, had the dance. So what the hell did Nell have? Nell had a tea room. The, oh, the tea room, yeah. which actually that's what she had uh, built into the the right. end. Yeah. Which, so yeah, so what the hell did she, what was Shirley's room? I can't remember. Ah uh, shit. Uh, that's the only one I can't remember. Fuck. What was it? I don't know. Yeah, but they all they all had their own room. Doesn't really matter what hers was, I guess. I'll look at it while you're talking, Gary. Go ahead. Yeah, what were you saying? No, we were just explaining like how each how the house Every man- character manif- had their manifested own itself room into that manifested the, room. the red room. Yeah. And that's like one of those one of those uh like aha like like when they explain to oh, you know, we all had a room and like you're like, Oh shit So like, Again, that plays into my mental illness thing because at one point, early in the show, they show Theo dancing in there and then the knob turning. And then later in the show, they show her dancing. Well, they don't show her dancing. They show two of them outside the room trying to get in and she's in the room and you see the shadow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and it's them. I don't think there was anything about the room. I think there's a lot of mention through the whole show about building up walls so that you don't let people in and I think that room represented building four walls and not letting people in so their mental illness allowed them to like build their own little <coughs> so, section away from everything so <coughs> either the guy who made this show is either the fucking genius of all geniuses or somehow he stumbled upon like a fucking like Moby Dick where like people are gonna be examining this fucking thing and like picking like or even like Darny Darko like Rick like I said like that director will never tell you what that movie's about he'll never yeah. give you a conclusive well, in, in, Inception does the does the fucking top ever stop yeah or does I, I think it's meant to play either way I think it's meant to play like if you just see a ghost story it's a ghost story yeah 
I, I really I, agree. I from the be- from like episode three, I was like, this yeah, but what if this guy episode. comes out and like and he sincerely is like, listen, I just made. Uh, a ghost story. You guys take for what from from what you will. I think that's so. Like, if that's is. the case, then yeah. like you're it, you're on like the mental, uh, you know. So you issue like I have a theory that it's. I mean, obviously we'll go into theories later, but like I have a theory. I'm sure you have it. Th- so like we're all taking something probably from right. family. So or if your something. theory isn't ghost story, your theory is more psychological, more based on the person's intellect and what's going on in his life, and this is the yeah. story that's breaking down. I think visually that's what I want to ask. You. Yes, I think visually from a ghost point of view, you're just seeing it is in uh, something. It's almost the same sense technically. Yeah being broken down psychologically in a different fucking form. I think he presents you it know? visually one way. And it's basically the same thing way. just seen in a different format. Right. I think I think that room represents something different to each one of them because it's a metaphor for the four walls they build up yeah. where they want to try to escape from their family and other people and their, people and their mental illness and yeah. whatever else. It just so happens that that's also like the the heart I think it's the heart of the house I think that's the yeah. I think that's the brain of the house or whatever I think that's the that's where the because if you look at like when they talk about the plans of the house and the the, the episode where uh, they're trying to figure out the black mold and the wife is apparently somebody that can draw houses they make that clear because yeah. she's making their per- their forever home and she she tries to draw it out and it tur- then uh, one of them finds the room in the basement because then they try to figure out when Luke got put down the fucking the little uh, elevator and he sees a room and they're like there's no way that there's a room down there. So you think at first that was even fuckery because like you think that they make you think that Luke saw a room that doesn't exist, mm. right? Like so that's the the, the dumbwaiter doesn't go down. How'd you guys have it go down to, into a room? Well, it turns out they they did. So yeah. that there's a couple of times where there's a like there's a lot of fuckery in that show that ends up adding up to something. I think the for I think the the room thing. I there's been there was there's talk of like more than one ep, uh, ending now. So the other ending that they, I, I think they either wrote or tried out or something tested was that they don't that they all end up dying there and they don't get out of the room or the the that one room of the house or whatever. And I guess like test wise it didn't go over well, so they ended up yeah. doing the bullshit ending. I think that would work into the mental illness thing too. I think that would have. I think that if that ending happened, that's where the show would have right. ended up being about. Right, right. But I don't think I think people like the ghost story aspect of it too much. Yeah. So. I, I think that's where you're... That's my problem with the ending, because to me, the ending doesn't fit with the mental illness part. No. At all. And I think they definitely changed the ending, because I definitely think it was meant to be a play on mental illness. I think it was meant to... I think the ending, personally, was meant to be... Stop. Done. Right. And it was meant Sorry, to be... Scare everybody. Straight up ghost story, that ending. Beautiful. I agree. But everything leading up to that is not a straight up ghost story. No, it's not. But, well, the ending that ended up happening is a straight up ghost that's story. That's what I mean, yeah. Yeah, the fucking ending... Um, the that's why I have a problem with it, right? Because I, I, I think I actually I'm a, I'm a, I agree it's towards great. the mental health. <laughs> yeah. Also, so when uh, when Luke went down the elevator down to the thing, so that ghost that attacked him was that the ghost that was in the wall? Yes. So that was the ghost that was in the wall. Yeah. Yeah. That was the guy that, and even then, think about that because like, they they don't answer a couple questions in the show. Like who the fuck was that guy? They don't really talk about who it was. Uh, they just talk about he was, was the husband. The prohibition. Yeah, he was the husband. He blocked of, himself in. Uh, he was yeah. He was because the husband of the was, old lady. Yeah, I would. I would have liked to see. See now, this is where the, the ghost half side of it. I would have liked to see more 
of the old people. I almost kind of would have liked to see a little more, more of that fleshed out. Like the, that's the why past, I, I think we're going to get a prequel. I'm sure they will, and that's what's going to open it up. I'd rather see prequels than anything that happens with the family. Yeah, afterwards. I don't want to see the family. If they do anything else, yeah. It, well, I think they tied it up real nice. Like Stephen has a kid. She fucking finally like settles down and like gets rid of the gloves. Yeah, Luca is apparently e- clean. Here, here's a good example. I don't. I will never. I'm a huge fan of Sons of Anarchy. I will not watch the Mayans because I have no interest in seeing. A I have not watched a set a season either, but I would, I, 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 I might even, watch it down the line. I would have watched the first nine if they actually end up doing that because mm-hmm. I want to see that story. I want to. Yet at the same time, I think by the time I watch the fucking first Mayans, I can't get in the better the call fuck it is. Oh, um, uh, Better Call Saul is a great show. I can't get into it. I watch a whole fucking season. It's I, good I stuff. like Breaking Bad. It's I still, stuff. I still to this day think Breaking Dude, Bad. Dude, if is you the best if you watch ever. Breaking Bad, you gotta watch it. It's tied in. I don't. It's tied in because it's that story. It's still good Why though. It? It's so good though. Maybe you're missing. You're missing out. I'm good. It's I'm just breaking. I'm it's good. Missing. It's too. It, it's good, but it's slow. I'm very slow, but it's very good. Yeah, maybe it is. I'll watch it when it's done. I haven't, seen, I haven't seen the new season yet, though. I uh, I I caught up to. I love Bob Odenkirk. I'll fucking watch anything. The There's fucking a lot of shows that could have. Well, I'll watch Bob Odenkirk till the day he dies. I've He's never a watched good Lost. Fucking comedian. I've never watched Lost, but apparently they fuck up Lost. I've never watched all of Dexter because they can't get past the fourth season. I've never watched the fucking. I, I watched. Oh, so what did you? So with Dexter, did you stop? I just can't. Get, I just can't get past what, this. What was the last season? I can't get past four, and I can't even finish four. That's about how I feel too. I can't. Uh, John, that John, fucking John show. Thing, John Lithgow is it's the last so season. It's so fucking boring. I didn't that, even like first that season. Three, no, no, it's awful. It's not good at all. What? It's boring as fuck. They, what? The first episode that airs in that season, I'm into. And then the fourth season of Dexter. That show died with dokes. Yeah, I agree. That fucking. It should have been three seasons, and they should have <laughs> left it alone. But because they were making too much money, they didn't want to leave it alone. Not for nothing. Look at. The best show, it took me a long time to admit it, but the best show on TV right now is Game of Thrones. Yeah. I, uh, hands down, it's a movie every episode. Well, now it is. Like right. the last but season. That it, show was supposed to stop at the sixth season. I'm not going to say it's so anything books. fucking wonderful. The seventh Listen, season you can, is you can There's only so many books, though, because I'm not going to say writing it's anything that. wonderful. Right, but so they went past. It's great. The, just like with The Walking yeah, Dead, what they're they, they doing right now is entirely It's a good show. Yeah. Game of Thrones stuff is made up. Some shit sucks. There's no books. But like, I feel like took, I fucking suffered through some of that shit. What they took is I have to say from the writer. Like, here's what's gonna happen. Oh, see in that the, in the following book. All right, that makes more sense. Yeah, because that last season was fucking awesome, but you can tell it was not designed to be part. Oh, of Oh, it was of much it. faster than all the other yeah. seasons. Like, it was, it was a lot. It was a lot different. Yeah. But the, so the craziest fucking shit I've ever seen. What's your that favorite? What's your favorite movie? part of Game of Thrones so far, in your opinion? Well, I'm not gonna get into that right now because come on, why no, not? Why not? Why I want to finish up. We're an hour and forty five minutes into this episode, and I want to. Jesus Christ! Yeah, we still got music to do. Yeah, fucking so Mookie Betts. Yeah. So I, I, we can talk about pin a pin on it. We can keep talking him. shows. We can because I'm. This is we do really well with this. Hey, spoiler alert! People seem to like when we talk about this stuff because seem. For whatever reason, for whatever reason, <laughs> this is such thing as too many fucking reviewers on the on the internet. People like to hear shit because people have different takes on things, and maybe it'll skew the way you think once in a while. Uh, how the fuck did Martinez lose that? Why the fuck is he playing right field? That's fucking Mookie Betts' spot. God damn it! He must not be playing. Oh, fucking Betts is in. I think Jackie Bradley Jr. is out. <laughs> 
Jack Rebel Jr. is out because the uh, no DH. Anyway, back to the show. Wait, wait, wait. We wanted Pearson. We gotta um, get the fucking music. We do today. We've been we fucking chilling right, on so, movies for a minute. I, so we can we can go back TV to this. TV shows, whatever. We can go back to the show because we're already hitting more, longer than I'm more. actually well, we interested should, in getting the music aspect Do what we gotta do and then finish it up. And then I'm actually music. more interested we, we can, we can talk the about the show aspect. again. It's gonna end up coming it's up again. It's gonna come back up again. But here's the deal. So first, this is the initial review. Initial review is I love the show. think it's fantastic. One through six episodes are some of the best whatever, film, anything I've ever visually seen between shots, uh, effects, story, it's fucking stunning. The show is stunning, the first six episodes. Seven and eight are good, definitely different feeling to them. Nine and ten suck. Nine didn't suck, and ten didn't completely suck, but the end, the story, the way the story unfolded, I just, I wasn't my, my cup of tea. I, yeah. I'm gonna give the show two and, th- uh, 2.75 brews out of 3. Because I didn't like the ending. If it, if the ending was better, I would have thought the show was flawless in 3. I'm going to give it 3. As much as I didn't like the end, it didn't affect my enjoyment of the show at all. It gets 3 Poland Spring Waters. Hey, you have any I'll give it 10 because I didn't listen to it. <laughs> Good thing you didn't listen to it. Anyway, Ray, so, you have any soda or anything? So what was like? Uh, I got iced tea. This oh. nigga's got ginger ale. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Jesus. I have a little iced tea in there. All right, iced tea. Thank you. Ding dong, Dobby just arrived. Um, all right, so we can transition from the movie, the show. Um, again, show was great. We'll talk about it again. I'm, I guarantee we took we did four episodes on Mandy, let alone fucking this show. Because uh, there is actually something that I wanted to transition in from the show. That me and Gary talked about last night, so maybe we can bang out a quick hour episode um, after this. Okay. Yeah, I'm well, assuming Steve, music will take long. No. Brother no. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, would you want some vodka? Yo, Steve, you want some coke? <coughs> <coughs> Woo! Oh, 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 Martina's got that one. Come on, motherfucker. There we go. There we go. That was oh, a nice I'm help. gonna have some. Coke? No. Make sure, mine's, make sure mine's Jack Daniels, you fuck. You're getting nothing. You fucking. <laughs> you got your fucking Billy Madison boots on again? I like it. <laughs> what day is it? It's Looney Magazine Day! That goddamn penguin? That's who, that's who dropped the ice all over the floor, huh, Ray? Listen. <laughs> Mrs. This is Lizzie, the most, you piece of shit. This is where, Stop looking at me, Schwan. You're gonna fucking smash your, uh, me, your, your sink. This is the most interesting part of this entire episode, everybody. You're going to get nothing but ginger ale now, by now. Ginger ale. All right. So, on this episode of Music Talk, again, uh, so again, so to kick off the, the last few uh, episodes of the year, because we're only uh, two months left of the year and nine weeks or so left, this episode is the very first episode of the full album review of the top albums of the year via the three dudes and cold brews. Steve's was uh, first. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you intro the album and then we'll go around the room and yeah, so we Basically, what we're going to do is um, reach, we're going to cycle through our top three. So in other words, I'm going to do my number three today. Then Ed O'Reilly will do number three and then whoever's left will do three and then we'll work ourselves through two and one. Yep. And the final episode, which I think will be January 1st, we'll be doing our top ten. We'll probably be uh, completely music. We'll just talk about albums for the year and whatnot so yeah this is the kickoff of that my number three for the year as of now again we're only in october um by the time we work around to december 
it, it, I might have something to replace this, but I'll just work it into my top 10 somewhere. And that's probably what we'll all do. But my number three is a death metal band called Mortuous. Uh, death Doom, I would call it. Uh, the album is Through Wilderness. This is their first full-length album. They put out a demo in 2010 and 2012, and they were pretty quiet for six years after that. I uh, came out in June on the Tank Crimes record label. There's um, members include ex-members of Exhumed, Repulsion, Vastum, Frenolith, Necrot, if any of those bands mean anything to you. To me, they are a mix between Autopsy and Incantation. And uh, whoever wants to start it off, the first song is... Um, shit, I didn't write the whole thing. Beyond, I, I have every, every song written Go ahead. Are we going to do... Song by song, or are we gonna do just the full album, or do you want? How do you want to do that? Um, track by track. I didn't take extensive notes on a track by track, but we can we I can did. do a or little quick. a little track by track. It's yeah. gonna be qu- believe it or not, even though it's one yeah, full album, yeah, this isn't gonna take long. No, it's because it's gonna be. Uh, I had some good notes. I bet they're really great. Uh, first song. Uh, Thank you, first Gary. Song, first song in this album <laughs> is called Beyond Flesh. My notes were really simple. Uh, I put acoustic guitar beginning, which I believe is kind of like an intro to the album. Then yeah. it kicks in like way different uh, black metal, death metal style. Really good grooves in the song. Uh, song has hooky guitar work, pretty tight uh, stuff. Really sweet solo work in the middle. I mean, full blown black death metal vocals, and I would say it's more death metal music. Uh, I think the vocals lean a little more towards black metal, uh, but the music is definitely more death. Death Groove, I would say. Um, Ray, go for it, because I want to save Gary's wonderful insight uh, for the end. All right. Uh, Beyond Flesh, I put nice acoustic intro, uh, violent onslaught that Gary looks like he's enjoying at this time. Uh, I actually really like the drums and vocals a lot. The guitar work is also dirty. It kind of reminds me of Immolation. Mm-hmm. Um I really like the intro track to this, but I'm uh, going to keep it kind of fucking blunt and the way I go into the rest of the album. I'm going to really push it towards whoever's going next. Yeah, pretty much uh, pretty much the same notes for me. I like it's a solid acoustic open, and then it's completely balls out. Uh, death, I would call it death doom. I don't really have black metal in the vocals. To me, it's just extremely guttural uh, death metal vocals. To me, black See, metal. That's where I go black metal. Black See, to me, black metal is usually more like a shriek, like a witch almost, like the witchy kind of fucking shriek. That doesn't me. define necessarily black metal to no. me. It's more or less black metal is just like the fucking mood. This I mean, there's got to be shit that's really going to drive it. This but band is 100% I understand doom. what you're saying, Steve. Uh, yeah, I mean, death a, a doom, doom death but, doom. Yeah, yeah. For, for Because sure. when they break it down slow, it's like, it's, it's pretty much doom. And they, they do have it great lot. hooks, man. It's yeah. like southern sometimes. It's It's... The album we're gonna get into the whole album, but yep. yeah, and I, extremely strong guitar leads for a death very metal good. band. Yeah, very very good. But yeah, good good open. Gary, what'd you think? <clears throat> My notes put. So, um, imagine he just breaks it down fucking thoroughly. I down. would. I would. <laughs> we, you would. You right there would throw the biggest plot twist ever. <laughs> uh, well, what the name is this? Uh, Mortis. The name of the Mortuous. band is Mortis. Mortis, Mortis with uh, Mortuous ex members of Crotch Rot. Um, <laughs> My notes read like this. Steve's Garbage Music Pick. I put, I enjoyed the Kill Bill style instrument. (laughs) Then the music started and ruined it. Remind me of the band Deathlock. 
Oh, jeez. That's bought, clock? Whatever. The, uh, the fucking metal death apocalypse. Rock. Death clock. <laughs> whatever. Who cares? Go for it. I probably don't understand how this music is popular. You can't understand the lyrics. What's not, the allure? It's not popular. This isn't... Yeah, but you found it. You found it. You found it. No, like, they didn't I didn't find it. it. This is yeah, but, This is Homeboy. You, this you is Homeboy. Yeah, brother Steve, brother yeah, Steve, Steve. But like, I can picture music. you listening to this, and like, I will listen to. Shit I can this. picture Ed like. I got further reviews. They printed a thousand copies. I like this shit. That's it. That's not popular. And I'm sure the other 999 is still for sale. No, at least 250 of them. I just I don't I don't get this music I don't get how it's a genre I don't understand I know I'm not supposed to get it because it's not my like it's not my cup of tea but like what this is an honest question like what is it that you can put in your record player and like veg out and just be like oh yeah this This, is what I need to like it sounds good this isn't veg out music it's not not veg veg out out, my review at the end because I want to do track for track and then I want to give my I've got some good stuff and then my 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 rating I've got some good stuff I have I have a perfect thing for this when I say the end of it so save that question for when the last song is talking because I do I have a perfect thing to say yeah but okay but but what is it about this music you're asking for the ending on the first song we're not, you're not gonna get no 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 but it, it, it's not even like this album it's just music in general like like take fucking Mortis the Wrestler album out of it take this <laughs> album out of it but like this genre music is it am I, am I supposed to find solace in like the like the lyrics like no, you don't understand no. the lyrics so what is it is it is it the them playing the instruments it's the overall music is the atmosphere this is an atmosphere band this is atmosphere music. If you atmosphere in, aggression, yeah, it's just this is like picture the fucking worst day you've ever had where you couldn't find a word to explain how fucking pissed or upset you were. This does it for you. The music does it for you. You don't. The lyrics are irrelevant yet, so they're. Most I have of the no time, idea of a single lyric on nope. this whole album. Not everything is. Sometimes you some music, especially when it comes. I to almost bands, put that into question, but I didn't. But it was a thought. Well, no, but, well, sometimes these bands have some of the best lyrics you'll ever hear. Sometimes it gets these bands you into that mood. Like Cannibal Corpse, it's literally nothing but like, like murder, yeah. pillage, like in there. Silly, they're funny because of how ridiculous. A lot of times, some of the if you read the lyrics to some of this music, a lot of times it's very intellectual, heady shit. Oh but yeah! You just have no yeah. idea what the, they're saying. The people, very who, the people who write this music are the guys, the same guys that are mathematicians in the math club in high school. They're in drama club. Yeah, because you like uh, what is it? Like corpse grinder? Like he's fucking people. like super super. Like I listened to my job. Like he's inte- like an intelligent, intellectual dumb. guy. And then yeah. like I met him one year. I'm like fucking rocket jock. And like he's all soft spoken. He's like, oh, you want to take a picture? Or you want me to sign? Like he was all super super nice. Yeah. And I'm like, a lot of he's are. like this big stocky fucking guy, long His hair. And, and I'm like, Jesus Christ! And I'm like, I'm thinking I've never seen Cannibal Corpse. I'm like, I'm w- I was waiting in line to meet fucking somebody. I think it might have been. Um, the girl from In This Moment. Marie Brink. She's, yeah. she's hot. Yeah. It's about well, yeah, that's, that's yeah. it. So, like, I'm standing in line to go meet her, and then I got this kid, Cannibal Cops is playing, like, to the side of us. And the whole fucking, like, 30-minute set, he literally just sat there, and he headbanged, and he, like, shook his head, and he didn't stop. Like, even in, like, between songs, like, for fucking a half hour straight, and I'm like, I don't get it. Like, I just, I don't get it. I, I don't know. That's, that's all I can say. But about that's the thing. Music. So, some people don't get... Uh, 80s gangster hip hop some people don't get um, trap music that's out now some people don't get fucking 80s fucking 
new wave, uh, new, uh, what is it? Uh, what is it? New romantic, really? yeah. or new romantic That's music, whatever, you know, like the fucking, that whole wave of like, um, Devo and all that shit, like, you're not Seriously. gonna get, some people don't get real goth music, real goth music is not what everybody thinks it is, real gothic music isn't fucking Nine Inch Nails, that's industrial music. Some people don't get industrial music. Like, but I'm not saying that this music has to make sense. I just don't know. I don't even want to talk a genre. I'm just saying. Like, everybody's got their own fucking musical preference. Yeah, I think you could take this and, and put it on any You could put it on any label question. and what you want to put it and reference it at. Yeah, um, you could take your question and put it on any kind of music. Yeah, I know. It's a question that could be for anything. It's like everybody's, it's like subjective. Like, you'll have oh, a different this, answer. You'll have a different answer. Here's, here's one, one way to sum it up. This is, a, this, is a music, this is a genre of music for outsiders. Because not everybody gets this. And you yeah, and there's different it. kinds of outsiders. Like, Ed might like this, but he's not going to go look for this. Because no. it's not his style either. Something like this would end, just fall in my lap. Right. And then I go, oh, I like, I like it. I can appreciate this music, but this isn't my style of music. Right. Like, I, and I, it's same. The best, something he the best part about finding out stuff, about yeah. music, in my opinion, is falling outside of your own comfort zone. Mm. It's yeah, always I mean, about is, is, like, coming outside of your own comfort zone and somebody showing you something new and you're not fucking recognizing it. I can equate like you're guitarists always, and to other things that I like. Right. And that's the other thing. Or I'm, I'm somebody that can... I if find you're in a comfort zone... That's an ugly place. I like being outside the box. All right, like now that we did that, shit. let's go to the next track, because yeah. we are moving yeah, yeah. on there. And you you put a whole new tube in your fucking dobby there, huh? Well, I've got a bunch of shit. Oh, wow, you don't are. Don't worry we're not. Coke. I hope. Oh, no. This will be a whole Don't say that. Thing. That's bad. All right, next song. Saying the N-words, all right, but fucking... Yes, you, don't be Next boy. song don't up boy. on this review <laughs> is going to go a little something like this. It's called Bitterness. Uh, drum start off almost uh, bitter reminding, club or bitterness club. Wow, I'll get into that later too. Drum start off almost uh, reminds me of <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just told you not to be a bad boy. Maybe he what did you do? Maybe <laughs> you son of a bitch. You shit your pants in my house again. Calm your ass. I just told you not to be a bad boy. <laughs> that might be the name of the episode. Calm your ass needs to be the fucking title of the show. What the fuck? <laughs> you motherfucker. Stop being a bad boy. I just told you not to be a bad boy. Calm your ass. That is the name of this fucking episode. You motherfucker. What the fuck, dude? This was like, this was like fucking rotten Dude, baby he wipes. smells like a rotten fucking factory of shit. <laughs> I'm glad I have a He's cold. He's an asshole. Woo! All right, so... Son of a bitch. Ed is talking through a shirt. Let's, let's <coughs> real, fucking reel this back in. Jesus Christ. Drums. Start off... <laughs> almost reminds me of... What uh, the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Sorry about your review, Ed. This motherfucker's ass smelled like shit. I hope you don't also sleep on that. <laughs> oh my <poop>. god! <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, Dandelions man. are dying. I what the eat. fuck? That is the smell of death. What the fuck? <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Holy shit! I don't know what. What the fuck? That smells like death. I don't know what smells worse, my you ass rotten fucking, fucking asshole or Joe Walsh's writing. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> The fact that Ray just said this mother's fuck <laughs> just like that's the best thing I've ever heard Ray say and I've heard him say a lot of terrible shit I enjoyed that Gary in the midst of all this chaos still talks shit about Joe Walsh <laughs> <laughs> still Joe Walsh is going to listen to this as soon as it airs and go that motherfucker I'm gonna, I can't wait to like he thinks it's hilarious by the way so keep it going because when you two get in a room that's gonna be the best part about that meeting is gonna be 
me, Steve, and uh, Ray are all gonna just sit here quiet, and it's gonna be fucking Joe Walsh and Gary just going back <laughs> to back against each other. So, uh, so are you doing the review of? You guys still? I'm doing track for track. I'm for trying. Track. We're in a second song now. And cause, Jesus Christ! I'm sorry. Yeah, you blew me away with your gastro fucking penetration. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> gastro <laughs> penetration. What the fuck, dude? Is this real? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, All right. Let's get back to bitterness. <laughs> Drums uh, start off almost reminds me of old Sepultura, like really old, late '80s Sepultura. Slower than the first song. Um, then I put "Never Mind, Haha" because like the song fucking kicks in and it's just right back to punching you in the throat. Ray, what do you think of bitterness? All right, I put bitterness. Little change from the first track. This is more doomy, Not definitely. Really. Think it's got a more mobile, angelish, fucking short guitar mm-hmm. sweeps. Catch you off guard. I'm hearing a lot going on. Brings me back to Dismember and good old death metal. That's what I basically put. That's fucking. That's where I ended it. But I like I said in the Dismember style, like it really got kind of fucking gritty towards the end. It got fucking yeah. like it really brought back that old death metal sound that like I was really trying to hear. Yeah. And uh, I was impressed by it. I liked it a lot, to tell you the truth. Yeah, the the slow parts was my uh, the slow parts was my biggest takeaway from the song. I think they're great when they're going balls out, but I think I like the slow. I like when they slow down. The slower parts kind of is what separates them from just fucking regular ass death metal. It goes back to the group. They have a re- they truly well. Have the a slow group. part yeah. is in my mind like that dismembers part yeah, right. where it gets yeah. really grooved. Yeah. You know what I mean? It really gets real quick. Fucking did like you hot. take Gary? Did you take notes? Uh, track for track, or did you just take that one awful note and then just say... He didn't even write down the tracks. Uh, All right. Musically, it's not my cup of tea, but I can respect the talent that it must take to fucking play what they play, but I just... It's not for me. All right, so then we'll bring you back into the... We'll blast through the songs, because it's not... You guys just go. You guys do your thing. Well, no, now we just had our little fucking meltdown, we're going to be able to just blast through these. I've moved my load on the... On the first, then one. well, we when we get into the album review and our our rating, I got a pretty good album. review on the album. I actually liked it a lot. Well, you, so if you yeah, if you, gonna say, if, you guys, if you guys, if you guys, I'm have not. We're gonna hear. You'll hear. Say that also. No, well, no, you'll hear. We're yeah, gonna yeah. do all that. Okay. Yeah. When we get to the end, we'll be able to fucking. That's right. Hey, you, you guys, we're you guys do you. You chime in whenever you want to chime in. Yeah. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna let this. We're on to uh, Chrysalis of Sorrow, which is a good name for a song. I like that. Uh, if you don't know what a chrysalis is, that's what a butterfly goes. Uh, well, a worm, or a, not a worm, Jesus Christ, caterpillar goes into to become a butterfly. That's a chrysalis. I learned that when my daughter was four years old. She's the one who taught me that. Anyways. Don't, wouldn't it be a cocoon? Don't no. Chrysalis. Look it up. Oh, the transition. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Then, okay. Yep. They go into a cocoon, mm-hmm. but the transition is called. Okay. That's right, Buffalo Bill. <laughs> the way he said that what was so sad. Like I think we're gonna bang after the way you that said sexual. that. That's right, Buffalo Bill. No, Why I mean, are we recording this for fucking it was, Facebook Live? It was, or whatever, that's right, Buffalo Bill. <laughs> if I didn't need my notes right now, you would. We'd be on fucking Instagram Live because this is this is exactly what we should be showing everybody. Uh, wow. All I put on this one was, uh, starts off very slow, good atmosphere. This song I kind of just let happen. Are you, did you shit yourself again? Wow, <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck, man? That stinks. Jesus Christ. Uh, what no no a bubble of Bill do for you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ray, go for it. Oh my Christmas God. Chrysalis Cesaro. Chrysalis Cesaro. 
very ominous intro. Had me slower than I thought. It was going to be more of a build-up. But a couple minutes in, the slow drums and the rhythm guitar fucking bring it up. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. What the fuck is this fucking piece of shit laughing for? He's a scumbag. His name is Ed Sherman. I am <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was true. I was like, I don't remember this guy laughing in the fucking song. I'm done. I'm done. I'm just having a good time. This piece of shit doesn't like the description of the song, I guess. Anyway, <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't smell like a fucking ship factory. <laughs> you, you, you were in the middle of a review and then you nonchalantly just like said, and then this motherfucker started laughing. And then I'm thinking, it's like, there was no laughing. And he goes, that motherfucker's name is Ed Sherman. He took a shit with me. I'm in the fucking. What are you doing? i here, man. What are, I got Chris <laughs> Athaman with sorrow. And I. <laughs> Chris Athaman with sorrow. That's what I like it. <laughs> what the fuck? What happened to the show? Jesus Christ. Just got good. Yeah, oh yeah. It's, dude, if we might even need to just cut this whole fucking section out and just play it. Oh, I don't care. Play it. Play it. I'm no, fucking We're going to play it. I I'm a little sleazy and drunk. I'm a yeah. little sleazy and drunk. Oh, God. Oh, finish your little uh, review of that yeah, song. What are we it. on? What Trialis the fuck are we on? Chrysalis. Fucking fuck rice. It's called a chrysalis. Crystal Pepsi. Christian Russo. Sliss. Listen. I got, like I said, it was an ominous fucking tune. I told you everything you heard. Do you want to hear it again? Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, it was, um, like I said, fucking halfway through the song, I fucking was like, holy shit, it was fucking badass. What do we want to hear? Do you mean say? Jesus Christ. That's it. You didn't say that yet, so that was good. Oh, what the (laughs) fuck? I'm fucking retarded. I thought that the slow drums halfway in with the rhythm guitar fucking actually fucking really improved the song. And then I put it picks up towards the end and it was very raw. And you that's wrote what all I that for that one song? Yes, I put that. I really did. I oh. wrote all that for that song. Holy shit. I liked it. <laughs> I liked this whole album, you piece of shit. I liked this whole fucking album. I believe you. When I heard this fucking... You bitch-made motherfucker. When I, when I heard this fight, I was like, oh, fucking, this is right up Ray's alley. Garbage. No, no, this shit's gold. This gold. This is gold. Steve, what'd you think of that song? Uh, that's my favorite song on the album. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Slow open to heavy. Back Third to track. Third track. What was your favorite Shit. part when that motherfucker right, started laughing? Right, that's interesting. Was that's interesting. That was that's interesting. Um, great chugging riff, driving drums, mid-song. I'm reading my notes. Nice, I hope so. Nice oh, solo don't, afterwards. Don't put your uh, phone at me. I'm reading my notes. You better not take pictures. Standout track to me. <laughs> Show Steve's pick respect. All right, all right, here we go. I'm just saying. That guy's a nice mustache. Nice four dudes and cobras. I love you, brother. Is, are you recording? This is live. Oh, hey, Benny. Fuck <laughs> <Stop> you! <laughs> well, Wait, I'm stupid. This motherfucker ain't recording people. I'm not recording. He's, fucking, he's playing on his phone like a fucking little Christmas kid. <laughs> He's fucking, he's fucking recording the world. Like it's his oyster. Like it's his fucking... How many cliches can you say? I'll I'll bring it up. I'll bring it up. Well, bring one up. 
<laughs> Cliches? I just I just shared it and we can see that and put that. You gotta you gotta rebrand that. Uh, yeah. All right. So, what track number are we on? Jesus Christ. We're Three? at four. No, oh, now we're at four. Did you, did you? Oh, you did your thoughts. I on did mine. He yeah, did yeah, Crystal yeah. Pepsi of Desire. I like that song because it was just it was more atmosphere. Yeah. The f- <clears throat> well, I have notes on all this stuff. The set. Uh, the fourth song is uh, the Dead Yet Dream. Uh, so I put starts off slow again. Reminds me of Morbid Angel. A little where the slime live. Um, esque, which is where I mean, it sounded just like it to me. I liked I like that song a lot. That one really. Um, I like the Crystals of Sorrow because that was more of a. That was more of like a, a journey, like fucking not journey of the band, like journey like through the song. Yeah. I thought that one had the most. Uh, one of the one of the better rides in this album. Yeah. Um, but I th- I thought this song was really good. It was a nice way to cap off the first half of the uh, album. Even though there's one more song after this, I just thought that was a good way to like kind of yeah start summing it up. Glad right. Oh, before you go, so my question, because this is your pick, so when you listen to this album, do you actually now go back and read lyrics to this stuff, or does it not even matter? Uh, sometimes, like I, I won't do it every time I listen to it, but sometimes when I throw a record on, it's a good question. No, I like that question. No, because like, because no. that it, it depends how I'm taking in music. Like if I'm obviously if I'm driving, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lyrics. But I mean, like when you go home, you're like. Oh shit! Fucking Crystal Pepsi of Desire. Like I, need I to really go back. thought that. No, I thought exactly what you were saying as I did it, but I didn't know how to fucking microfeed the question mm-hmm. in. You know what I mean? Like I was already thinking about how I was breaking the band down and how yeah. I thought about it, but he actually answered a question that I had in my head as I was listening. No, he to. asked the question. He asked the question. You piece of shit. I mean, really, it what I was listening to. I love you, Ed. But it, it depends how I'm taking it. in music. Like I could be home. And I'm just gonna throw some shit on shuffle, or I'm just I'm cleaning, or I'm fucking doing something else. But if I'm sitting there just to listen to an album, I'm I'm gonna read the lyrics. Also, another question too. It's like it's like something like this. Is this more of a car like song, or oh, is this more wait, of no, like? Don't answer that question because that feeds into the end. Okay. Well, because well, this is more of a no, personal no. question. For okay, I'll ask I'll ask him. This, these are this, questions this that these are questions that should be asked when we do the the album review okay. at, after the track. Okay. I, I actually would I like all these questions but personally okay, no, 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 that's you're, fine. You're, you're, it's like you're skipping to the end it'd be like if we were going to do the show review and we did the last episode first <clears throat> I think these are all good questions but I think they need to be asked as soon as we're done talking about the track breakdowns yeah. that's only because everything you're asking right now I have answers for okay that's fine that's all just, so just hold that so you be the interviewer because this is actually a perfect thing because you're not into this album at all so all right. you can be the interviewer. I'm just of, trying to understand. So this is dead well, yet you, dream. No, that's perfect. That's yeah. what I want. So maybe this will be good. We should try to get him back for all of them because they're going to be entirely. Different I want to hear everybody's perspective. It would be nice to hear an outsider perspective. perspective. I love yeah. everybody's perspective. What about on this on this specific entity that we're doing on a full album review? Considering he's not going to like most of the albums that we're going to listen to and pick, this would be he'd be a perfect interviewer of us. I would be. I would, that would say probably ninety five percent. I'm probably going to hate. You'd be surprised. My my two. You, you never my, know, dude. You my, might my one and fall two. in love with some shit, dude. My one and two. I'm telling you like for sure. You you might. You've already picked one and two. Mm-hmm. So the, so, well, I, so I you don't one, see anything on the projective so like release. That's schedule. my third. That's the problem. So that's why I'm afraid to go. So because you see something on the release mm-hmm. schedule that you think. There's two albums. I'll tell. I'll tell you right now. But <clears throat> we're gonna wrap it up with a top yeah. ten. So even if 
it's not in your top three, but you wanted it to be. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After you had heard it, you could still throw it in. Yeah, on because the top 10. oh, so it's like you're gonna get like it's basically when that metal show did like honorable yeah. mentions. Like after yeah, 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 we're gonna have to because okay. there's two albums coming out in November. I don't have anything. I got else a solid right now. I don't I'm have anything sure. else uh, solid for the rest of the year, but I have two albums coming out in November. I get a solid. One is by Unearth. Right I get a this solid. This is the first album in a long time. Right I, I can't. Like you're solid. I've heard the first right now. I feel. Hey, we're talking to each other. Give it a second. All right. Just let me finish what I'm saying. So, because um, it's two conversations, when you listen to that, it just sounds terrible. <clears throat> so, yeah, Joe Walsh has a hard enough time listening to one oh, conversation. Oh, Jesus Christ, and you're slamming on the table. That was, anyways. That was eh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, like Joe Walsh was writer. All right, anyway, so I have, I have Unearth, and I have a, a band called uh, Architects that's putting out an album in two weeks. And three, uh, four songs have been released off it, and I love all four songs so far. So I, I think, personally, I'm going to really like that album, but it hasn't come out yet, so I can't. Like and I think that's gonna be where my third. One, one, so like, they do four songs, right? Do you find it harder to try to like the old school way of like you never were able to get songs ahead of time? You're just like you gotta go, you gotta I get like it out. Better. You the, like it, it better. It depends on the band. It depends on the band. Some bands I per, just like just like um, sp- uh, trailers for movies. If it's a movie I actually give a shit about, I won't watch a single trailer. Because now it's like it for now like nowadays I find it hard to get into new music here's a good well here's a good way to answer that question one of the albums that are on my top three I'm not sure whether it's three or two yet um the first three songs the, the first three singles came out I didn't like any of them mm-hmm. and now it's in my top three because I saw them live yeah, yeah, yeah. and I now I've listened to the album together and sometimes you need an album that's another reason why this is a good thing because one song on a random night when you're just not in the mood to hear that kind of music it's tough because that can sway your opinion. I think there's already been songs that have popped up since uh, we've done these episodes that I've heard a second time and I'm like, oh shit, I really like that. I don't even remember listening to it mm-hmm. because we've you're just not into it that night. Some nights I don't want to come in here and hear Argalock. What are the fuck that band yeah, yeah. is? You know what I mean? Like, so it's a nice way to go back and listen to it and say like, oh fuck, like maybe I do like that, but it's just not the right time for me. There's some bands I don't want to hear. Like I'm a seasonal music listener. Like I don't want to listen to. This- I don't know mm. certain bands like I can for whatever reason I've been on a corn kick the first album lately I've, I've been listening to that a lot lately and I'm really into it I don't know why it's just I am I you just say, man you're a freak on a leash I, I had it well that's the third album and that album sucks I did try giving it a chance recently and it's not good but I want no what happened was just like old movies I went back and reviewed a bunch of old albums like I listened to Mechanical Animals from uh, um, Marilyn Manson and it's way it's it was a favorite of mine early on I hated it for a little while and now I relove it because now I see the beauty in it again it's kind of like what I said earlier where like this year I don't know if I have an album where two years from now I'm still going to be listening to it these are albums yep. like for the moment my usually, number one usually my one or two will end up being like something you I'm know it's going to for a long time I don't really have one of those my number sure. one for sure because it's the it came out in like February or March so I've had almost a whole year to listen to it I, I listen to it consistently at least one time a week. Like, it's still to this day in my uh, constant rotation. Even if it's only a couple songs off that album, that one album is fucking almost flawless. There's, like, one song that I have to skip, but... Um, anyways, so now that we know that, uh, we're about halfway through this. So now, now hopefully that sheds some light on you, though, Gary, on your end, because everything's situational. Did you get to do, Ray, uh, The Dead Yet Dream? Did you say what you wanted to say on that one? Um, no, I'll tell you right now. Oh, also, too much on you putting your phone in all wet shit. I guess so. The matter, you threw that phone at a I put, um, I like the very black metal intro, but it's very unconventional style. These guys bring it to a pretty much, uh, like I said, uh, I fucked up in my words right there. 
but uh, black metal style. I put uh, Gary must be loving it again. Uh, <laughs> he must be losing his shit is basically what I put. Um, what do you think of the song, Steve? I, I think it's pretty chaotic. That's where I'm going from there. Um, and I think the album so far is bringing a fucking a good sound. I I really like the derivative of the album. Like it's it's it feels like it's growing as it goes. That's what I want to say about that. I didn't take a lot of notes on this one. I just wrote the yeah. Doomy intro is the what the band does best, which I, I think I said that earlier too. Like the Doomy, yeah. slower stuff is what uh, really brings me into it. A lot of the death metal, like. There's so much death metal stuff that you can't tell. I think they break it up a lot really they do, well. That's, that's yeah. why I like I them. I think they're fucking conventionally, like, they bring a mix between death metal and doom metal, like, very, like, quickly together. Like, I think they're doing a great job on that. And that's Go why on. I like them, because a lot of doom, uh, death metal is, the bands are interchangeable. Like, if you were to hear these guys and then these guys, like, a lot of times you can't pick out like oh that's this band and that's this band it just sounds like death metal whereas I can pick these guys out just because of how they're doing it yep I agree with they that. stand out go on to the next track yep alright uh, so the next song mind you we forgot to say this but maybe, maybe we didn't uh, Steve actually luckily had the vinyl of this album so we got to listen to this um, truthfully the right way which I'm going to say something about that in a little bit too but I wanted to throw that out there because this is the last song on side A yes um, Anguish and Insanity is the name of the song one of the overall faster tracks so far might be my favorite uh, now that I listen to the whole album it is my favorite uh, song my second favorite yeah I like the song a lot actually uh, I like the slow break in the middle <clears throat> different vocal hits guy sounds like he's in pain um, which I appreciate because you can tell what he's, you can get what he's going for. It's like a good actor, you yeah. know. Um, cool guitar uh, right after the the different vocals there, and I put uh, then another good groove part. This song, this song has probably the best. I brought that word up again, but I already brought it up once for this album. Uh, this this song has probably the best journey on the album for me. Mm-hmm. I really like that guy in the middle. That what's funny is that came in after I wrote this might be my favorite track. And I almost erased this movie from my first, my favorite track because I wasn't sure about that guy at first. <laughs> and um, I think he makes the track too. By the I way. agree. Once he was done, he made the track for me. Yep. So that's my that's where I went with that one. Uh, I really like that song. Uh, that was my favorite song on the album. So uh, Steve, go ahead because Ray is taking a piss. Yeah, um, real punky kind of DB drums yep. um, unhinged guitar it's probably why I like it the most because that's yep. what I, where I tend to go I like the vocals I knew I knew what was coming and I knew how I felt about it when I first listened to it I like the vocals but at this point I wish they had more personality he's just like a guy with a fucking guttural voice and there's really no thing that makes him stand out and then kicks in like the like unhinged like maniacal Vocals. Can Which, by the way, is a different guy. I was just going to ask you that. It's the guy from Autopsy, the vocalist from Autopsy. Okay. Which, that's how he sounds all the time. Which, that's another band that sticks out because they do the Death Doom thing. Yeah. And the vocals help. They've been around for a while, too. Oh, yeah. So who's the most commercially uh, of this Successful? Genre? Kettle Corpse. Yeah, it's like 
album sold? Cannibal Corpse. They don't. Easily. No, they, they don't do anything anymore. Like they still make albums, but they no, they like, they still tour. They do. But they like, make more money on tours than they do like, on albums. If you were to say like, okay, like pop music right now, you'd go uh, like like Lady Gaga or like you know Gorgoroth, like, Gorgoroth, the fucking no, Gorgoroth is a deal. But I don't think he's <laughs> record sold. The gonna be selling deals. Cannibal Corpse. Yeah, yeah. yeah Cannibal Corpse is on the death metal, death metal band of the moment in mainstream. Behemoth. Yeah. Yes, oh, definitely, okay. definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, all day. Actually, they're new albums. All day. Good. I don't know if you've listened. I haven't heard it. That's I'm not a band really that you guys. I actually like it. They wear makeup, right? Yeah, they they t- just toured with Slayer. What does it matter whether you wear makeup or not? Nurgle's a fucking know. awesome dude. No, no, no. no that's how He's I the lead singer. know for Yeah, yeah. I get they're, it. They're I the most it. commercially successful at the moment in that style. It's, and what's even funnier was when I saw them. I just saw them. It was Slayer. There's a guy God. named Fergal. Why, though? Right? Nurgle. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's always, he's always why does, fucking door. Why does yeah. that character, Nurgle. like, perceive the black metal scene? Like, let's ask this question right now. Why? why? He's, what are you talking about? Like, no. Um, why is Behemoth the biggest singer right now? Why is... Well, let's ask they that question. They, have, they probably have the best sonically sounded... Why is... Why does... Demuber gear. Their video is out. awesome. Their presentation yeah. is awesome. The way the way he, the Nurgle. That's is a really the perception. That's what I'm asking. That's my main question. What's your question? That means. Well, no, I was asking why is Behemoth the biggest fucking thing right now? Uh, a lot yeah. of things. A lot of reasons why. Because the other bands like them and they decided to put them on the tour. That's why. Because they. Got why them. do people like Ghost? These are all main questions. No, people huh? like Ghost because Ghost is Ghost. Like they're they're the only they're the only thing going like that right now. Really, they are. <laughs> they the also make pop music. Them. Yeah, they they do. Well, they do now, yeah. Yeah. Even the first albums, it's pop it's still music. poppy compared it's to pop music it's wrapped up it's, in it's the pop 70s metal. Tone. Yeah, it's 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 gift wrapped in metal and darkness, but it's not. It's, I just heard. I think there's a really good remix by that brute whatever. I didn't hear it, but yeah, it's yeah. fucking right. awesome, dude. It's I well, see. I like that new album a lot. I don't know if you, like that's the I like Macabre like song. It. Or macabre song, whatever. What were you gonna say, guy? No, uh, I don't know if it's from the new album from Ghost. Something macabre. Yeah, like that. Yeah, that's yeah. Cl- like if you. That's pop. That's if you pop. told me that they played that on uh, uh, Pro FM, I would be like, Yeah, yeah. I, I could believe it. Oh, it yeah. belongs on the HJY at least. Because yeah, <clears throat> we were listening to like a Halloween mix last night, and yep. that that actually was on one it's, of the yeah, Halloween jams, it. and I'm like, okay. That's what I'm talking. There's a really good. I actually, for that. I'm like, because I had a like Shazam, and I'm like, this sounds like Ghost, but there's no, it's too like upbeat, poppy, and I'm like, no, oh, the, the it's whole ghost. the whole new album is like that. And then it passed every, up, and it was him as the Cardinal, and I was like, oh. I think every album past the first one is poppy. Yeah. Even the first one's poppy in the songwriting. It doesn't sound poppy. I think it loses a lot of strength from the first album. I think everything goes derivatively be down from like like say you watch The Crow for the first time, everybody you can fucking understand this analogy. You watch a movie for the first time, you watch it and it's great, and then you watch every fucking partake from the fucking second hand down and it's garbage. I'm not saying the new album isn't garbage. I'm not. That's no, not where I'm going at. Shut your mouth. No, you said it wrong, though. No, no, you're, I no, didn't. No, yeah, no you didn't. Hear me it out. isn't garbage. You meant to say that you're not saying. You're, oh yeah. my god! I'm you lost because I don't even know what the hell the analogy with the crow is. Well, it doesn't go anywhere. Right, 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 right. It's right. over because no, this no, it's fucking clown. No, just because said no, it's because you said the wrong thing. Listen, here's what he's trying Listen. to say. The first out, the first crow, <sighs> phenomenal. Every every sequel after that sucks. Oh, okay. He thinks the first Ghost album is the best. And everything after that hasn't been as good. It's true. Meant, no, but listen. But what you meant to say, and the reason why I had to try to stop you to correct you was, you just said, "I'm not trying to say that the newest album isn't garbage," but that's exactly what you're trying to say. You, what you meant no, to say, well, you can fucking no, correct me say, now. Literally, me just later, say, but what I'm trying to right, say, no, isn't no, and is it's two different Jesus things. Jesus Christ, you're saying, but it's the truth. You no. meant to say 
I'm not trying to say that the new album is garbage because you don't like it. But I'm not saying it isn't garbage. You can fucking contradict me left or right. But it's I'm like saying you contradict no, yourself. No, no, I'm not. Word. I'm saying that the new album is great too. But okay. it's not the same this? as How the first. How about we finish the album review that we're you, on? All right, whatever. I'm a master of puppets, crop top shirt. Jesus Christ! You're just jealous because you can't rock one. No, I'm just telling him he has it under misunderstood. But I know, we all know what you mean. But the way that he explained it, you think you know. I understood. But I, don't, I don't think he does. You're both saying the same thing. We are exactly I think, he, I think you think you do, but I don't. But whatever. I'm gonna leave it alone. I'm gonna leave it the. Fuck we are alone. saying the exact same thing. I'm gonna really leave it alone. No, okay. I, I'm trying to stick up for you too, but I can't right you now. You're not sticking up for me. Not I don't gonna, need to stick up gonna, for It's not gonna help you. Can it's we just? Gonna, finish <laughs> all right, all right. Let's let's. All right, go on, go on, go on. We're almost we're with five minutes left, two and a half hours. Anguish and insanity. Go on. Right, Anguish and Insanity. Did you like the song? Yes, I did. I liked the whole fucking album, <laughs> to tell you the truth. We haven't gotten that Tell far. me your thoughts on oh, that Oh, God. Song. Why is this so hard tonight? Jesus, it must be. <laughs> um, What song are we on? Anguish and Insanity. Alright, Jesus Christ. Track five. Track five. Alright, alright. Alright, I put it as, as I was listening, I kind of got lost in the beginning and second half. That's where I really fucking drove with it. Gets more black metal, and more gets aggressively catchy. Uh, lead guitar really fucking switched and it took off. More aggressive, intensive. What are you doing? Are you playing air guitar? I yes, I'm playing the air guitar like I, I, this. I don't know. I'm looking at you. I'm seeing your arms fucking flailing in the fucking air. Mookie Betts hit a home run. He was. He was all right, all right. So he's go, he's doing some crazy baseball shit. Yeah, yeah. All right, I I don't know. I'm he's just doing some crazy man shit. I guess so. Break down guitar solos, some fucking death metal. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Gary. You're the man. Anyway, I can finish a plate of food. <laughs> you sure can. <laughs> Big plate of fucking piece of shit. Anyway, like I said, I thought this song was good overall. Wasn't my fucking strong fold on the album, but it was a good fucking middle state for the album. I'm surprised you weren't there with me and Ed because it was Ed's favorite track. And my I honestly track. thought this album really grew as this it is went. The one with the two vocalists. I right thought there. this album really just fucking like went fucking straight from fucking like bottom to top. Like fucking, it kept getting better. Like I, I could, I could not good. fucking stop like to believe <laughs> that it was just gonna stop at the middle. It just kept getting better. That's my opinion. I agree. Alright, the number six track is the title track. It's called Through Wilderness. Don't forget to say what it, that that's when you flipped the album. I uh I think we flipped it with Anguish and Insanity to tell you the truth, no? It went five and then four. Either way, that would be side B then through through wilderness. Yeah. Um title track and uh since Ed's not over here, Ray will shoot back to you. What are your I'm thoughts gonna on put, wilderness? As the album goes on it gets thrashier. It shows in this track. Guitar work is nasty. Um, it really blew my mind. Like I, like I said, I just said in the fucking five seconds earlier that this album just keeps getting better. The thrashy aspect. It kind of started off with the black doom metal sound, but it got thrashier as it went along. And in this track, it shows even more prevalent. It just fucking grew on me. So did this track sound familiar to either one of you? Because this is a track I played past in the show from the album. 
Yeah, I, I, I recognize it. After you recognized it and you brought it prevalent before, I even yeah. had a chance to write that kind the of... Joints? Joints. Joints. Exactly. I had a chance to write it. I had a choice to write this joint. <laughs> That's Ray right now. How you? How does there go on the scale of, like, Crow sequels? <laughs> on Crow sequels, this is probably, like, this is still on one. This is, le- this is level one Crow. This is level one Crow. <laughs> First moving crow. Level, level, that, like, that could be the name of the fucking name of the podcast. There's level lots one of crow. names we could have. I'm telling you, man. Ed, through wilderness. Uh, let me pull it up because I'm. Come on, uh, pull up your paperwork, you piece of shit. <laughs> title track of the album. When this out? When this song hit, Ray specifically went. This is the one I've been waiting for. So he was really ready to talk about the song for for whatever reason. Um, I remember him specifically saying that when we were listening to it. You're welcome. Intense opening uh, set. So, like, the beginning of it was pretty good. Song is a journey. Little more chaos than the rest, I feel. Solid stuff. This is definitely where the album flipped because the last four songs fit into each other. Mm -hmm. Actually, shit. You might have been right, Steve. Yeah. Well, that last... So yeah, yeah Anguish and Insanity was where it flipped. Yeah, 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 right. That's where the that's where the album changed. I don't yeah. know whether all because that last paragraph <laughs> I was I was counting them wrong. Steve is right. So Anguish and Insanity, which was uh, my favorite song, I believe I said right. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's where the album flipped. So it was four and f- four and five. You're right. Uh, I I apologize for that. Uh, Thrillness was the first song on the second side, and the second side is definitely different than the first side. And I'm gonna get into that once I get into the album review. But this started like a whole. Is this the next four songs are way faster? Yeah, this one's pure chaos. We said it. I yeah, that's, that's this whole what album. Though yeah. I'm just gonna say, like, I get a good review on this album. Yeah, yeah. This this one is completely different than all of them. I think. Whereas there's no. I like this album. There's no real slow parts. It's no, just this song was just total a chaos. It was it punched you in the face. Transition after transition with no rhyme or reason. I'm interested to figure out because I, I don't erase any of my notes from the episodes. Yeah. I'm interested to remember if we can figure out what episode it was that we did mm-hmm. this because I'd like to see my notes again. Yeah. You know, um, just because it'd be interesting. I, th- I know I know we definitely said chaos. I, I, I remember mm-hmm. that specifically. Um, but yeah, this, like I said, this song chaos. doesn't hold any punches, man. This song goes no. right for the throw. Yeah, yeah. Next song. Prisoner in the Past. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to show you something. You, talk about Nick? Go ahead. you announce the song and I'll talk about it. I touched my dick. Prisoner in the Past. Uh, Ray, what did you think? All right. Prisoner in the Past. Ha ha. Oh, reminds me of Dying Fetus on Crack. I'm a seriously, uh, what did I put? Seriously, the guitar and slow, creepy slowdown is where it's at. This might be my favorite on the track, on the, on the album so far. Um, bass and piano. <clears throat> this is the question I gotta ask you, Steve. Is there any piano on this, or is it just bass? Like, is that like? Do you hear almost in that side step right there, where there's almost like a bass slash piano kind of like driven so like track? I'll work, I'll work that into what I thought because let me cut you off there and say okay. what I said because I had something about that also. Okay. Uh, I put starts starts fast blast beats. Kind of reminds me of old Cannibal Corpse, um, a lot actually for some reason. I like the break; it has a nice eerie tone in the background. Mm. There's something in the second half of the song. It's almost like a like a piano. I or feel it's, it's like I'm hearing a, a mix between yeah, a bass and a piano a being played together. It's 
<laughs> that might have been. Thank you for walking away, you scumbag. <laughs> that might. We just heard a duck. <laughs> you piece of shit. Back. Oh shit! I love you, Gary. Yeah. What the fuck did that you motherfucker? Oh shit! I didn't see that. <laughs> Thank um, you for walking yeah, away, yeah, you dirtbag. Um, oh no! No shit on me. <laughs> He's just about to. Um, oh, that was an SBD. I can smell it right now. I don't know you if that was a bitch. You caught me off guard. I don't know if that was a, a bass or a piano <laughs> or what or what, Ray. But um, yes. I did write that Jesus this song Christ, made me hope that the next LP they did was a little bit more moody and atmospheric because I, I like how they did that. Like I can okay. see them slowing it down on the next album and being a little bit moody. That that note in the background, that's the kind of stuff that I like atmosphere wise. Like yeah. that band Architects I talk about all the time. If you listen to one of their albums, I couldn't the tell if it was a bass or piano. Yeah. Yeah. That was a like. fucking moody sound to me. That this was is a almost good sound. Just as moody as Gary's shit that he just fucking smelled <laughs> no, the room no, up. No, 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 no. There's a difference between moody and muddy. You meant to say Oh, muddy. this motherfucker just muddied the room up. Yeah. The mood also comes back in the next song towards the end. Well, so this song, because that one little thing in the background, I almost made this my favorite song. Yeah. Because I really like that one little <laughs> note in the background, but that's me. I can't help but saying that every track that's been going forward on this album has made me like the last track a little bit more. Like it's been a writing. Every track has been a little bit better than the other. It's almost like I'm like, okay, this one's going to fucking really stump me. But yeah. no, the next one really fucking blows me away. Go on. Next song. Screaming Headless. Uh, Last song. Yep. This song is a uh, fast start, little stompy part at the beginning. More chaos. Um, second side of the album is a little more intense than the first side also. I'm glad we got to listen to the vinyl um, album. Got the justice that it deserved. Those I didn't write a lot of notes in the song because it just kind of took me away. Because like that's that last song is what I caught on to. Like oh shit, the second side is designed to be faster and more of a fucking punch in the face end of the journey yeah. than it was at the beginning. And I thought there was a little more feeling in the second half, even though the atmosphere was darker and more a little more ominous in the first half. This side was a little more bright and a little more punch in the face, but it was supposed to be more intense and scary, I thought, at the same time. Like, I thought this this side really fucking went for the throat. Like, if you're watching a horror movie, this is the side that, like, where the person was getting fucking maimed and tied up in the throat cut, but the movie ended when the yeah. person got the throat cut instead yeah. of, like, a nice happy ending. Um, so that's the end of my notes until we put in... I have notes as far as the overall album review, and I'll tell those once you guys give your review. I know that's something. Go ahead, Ray. Screaming headless. Screaming headless. Screaming headless. What do I got put on there? You look surprised that you were next. <laughs> I I am. I guess I I, what, I, I, honestly, were you I was like I want. I'm 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 next. All right. I put okay. It's between the last two tracks. This is probably the heaviest. Saved for the last. Enter the slow down part at the end. Overall strong album. I am impressed by it. I like. Gary, she's face during the situation. Did you like this song more than you liked the one before? Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, man. What else I put? <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll keep going. I'll continue this. Uh, starts off like it's on fire, breaks down into a solo, which there's a lot of on this album that we really haven't brought up too much lots of solos <laughs> Ray's cracking himself up over I'm not sure what how much did you drink I don't know <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh, 
I love how it breaks down at the end with the extra reverb on the, the real slow, ominous drum and the moody guitar. And I don't know what the sound is at the end. Is it a fucking flute? Is it a, a harmonica? I don't know. At the very, very end, it, it definitely got really... It's Jethro Tull. Might have been Jethro Tull coming back to haunt you. Fucking cello? I don't know what the fuck it was. Yeah, it was, yeah. But I liked it. That's bad news. What? I don't even know what the hell you, you just... First of all, you had a... Speaking of breakdown, like you had a breakdown right there. You just fucking signed me you a case of the giggles. <laughs> really and did. then you don't even know what the hell it is. You just go... You just sit up and you go... It's bad, bad news. news. Like, what is bad news? <laughs> you motherfucker. Hey, I'll end this right here. See, I've I, yet to, like, on all the podcasts that I've been on, and that's been a lot of them, fucking... This, this is Dobby. This, 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 this is the first time I've met fucking you Now you've finally seen yeah. Uncle Dobby. This is the difference. Listen, yeah. I am on Jemima. I'm reincarnated. <laughs> I'm reincarnated. I tell you the truth. Oh, I'm reincarnated. My. I swear to God. That, I am that, reincarnated. That I'm, I'm reincarnated. I'm on Jemima. What? That could be the name of the fucking episode. Let's put it this way. I've only heard Steve laugh a handful. Of, he's smirk. He's given a giggle a few times. To hear him audibly fucking not be able to breathe has happened like three times in this episode. This one, I'm so glad a fourth person was finally here to witness what the fuck this is. Because people don't understand what it's like to be in the room when this shit happens. I'm so glad we had a ghost story of a fucking show to talk about first because this is almost like telling a ghost story. All I know is that you're this drunk, I know you ain't fucking finishing no plate of food in front of you. I will Oh, he's calling you out. I mean, we're going to IHOP when we're done. Listen. We're going to IHOP. I will eat whatever is put in front of me. A dick. Bend over. A dick. <laughs> no. As long as it's food. Crispy chicken, preferably. Oh, anyway. And waffles? Say, I like chicken and waffles. I do like chicken and waffles. I'm a white man. From the, I'm from North America. And I like that. chicken and waffles. I'm from North That's America, so I like chicken and waffles. I like chicken and waffles. That's what's up. Alright, Zatarans. The fact that. I like rice too. There's nothing wrong with Zatarans. I'm just saying. Again, I haven't heard Steve laugh once this <laughs> time in the in fucking 17 episodes we've recorded. Uh, album uh, has. Here's my album review. I'm fucking. We gotta fucking end this shit. We gotta put a bullet in its head because we can throw it back on in a minute and do another 45 minutes if we want to. Oh, God bless us. If we do, we should capture this, though, because it's just going to keep getting better. So we should definitely do a second episode. Oh, quick one, because it's already 10.09. But, um, oh. all right, so, album has old production quality. I like the tones a lot, uh, that it has a lot. <sighs> Fuck yeah. Home run? Who was that, Pierce? No, nope. J.D. Martinez. J.D. Martinez! Yeah. Fuck yeah. Pound it, bro. Yeah, that's that's what bros do. Pound oh, yeah. it. Yeah. Jemima. Watch your mama, baby. Fucking maple syrup. Yeah, there's only, we're in the top of the seventh, yeah. too, man. We're fucking, we definitely need to do a second one while the fucking World Series happens. So if they, if they win tonight, that's going to be awesome to capture on fucking on recording. Anyways, all right, so here's my review. My album review, and I'm going to give you my score out of three brews. Album uh, has old production quality. I like the tones. It has a lot. Very solid album for the most part. Not something I could listen to all the time, but for sure something I could throw on uh, on the way to a show or just rock to. Um, in other words, like, if it's a long drive, maybe I'm going out to the fucking, uh, where I go fishing or something, I could throw this on. Hence, this is where Gary's questions earlier, I had to shut stop because it would have ruined what I was talking about. Um, I'd give this one two out of three brews. I, I want to kind of give it a little bit more now that we talked about it. I, I'd probably give it 
two and a half out of three brews for the genre that it is. But as far as a re-listen ability, I, I, I gotta stick with the two because it's not something I'd be able to throw on often. Mm-hmm. Um, as an album, it's solid from start to start to finish. So I truly appreciate the full album. Oh, I thought for sure you were just gonna shake your pants. No. <laughs> Ray, album review, synopsis, and your score out of three brews. I'm gonna say uh, album review on all of it together with the cold three and three brews, and without Gary and his cracks in his own fucking shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened again, dude? Why you got the giggles? I'm done. Oh my god, that was too good. <laughs> yeah, I put a scarf on you, pizza. <laughs> I'm done. I had the, the scarf on the whole fucking episode. What is going on? I think you threw it over your shoulder and it set him off. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you piece of shit. What? Put your scarf on somewhere else, you son of a bitch. You know that. Too many times tonight. You kicked out. Get the fuck out. <laughs> My God, I've never been to such a fucking place. Like, why are you so drunk right now? Look at you. Holy <laughs> oh, shit. That's too good. Get the fuck out. You dumb. You oh, dumb. What? No, no, no. Don't ask me what. You're what. You're out. You're out. What is going on? You're out of here. I'm the umpire. You're a piece of shit. You're out of here. You're out of here. Oh, what the fuck? I'm done. I'm done. Um, You gotta tell your album review, man. My album review is sucking off. Get out of here. Get out of here. You're out. You're all out. Uh, we're all out, or is that it was just me? You, just you. Yeah. But you just said we're all out. No, just you. Because I wear a scarf? <laughs> yeah, why that's why. in your eyes? Because this is too good. You're out of here. You're out of here. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Can you give your album review, Jesus Christ, please? Oh, come on. Let's, let's wrap this one up. We, we... I have to say, out of uh, nine... Do you have notes on it? Do you have... Yes, I got no, notes on notes. it. Oh Jesus Christ! I guess it's album review. Of don't let a cigarette in your house, man. We I'm not gonna. I'm so. not gonna. But I might wanna. But I'll still um, just say on the last song I put between the two last tracks. This was probably the heaviest, and I'm glad they saved it for the last. It slowed it down at the end. Overall, it's a strong album. I'm impressed by it. I'm glad Gary liked it. Either way, I'm gonna look into these guys, and I'm gonna look into the earlier releases and get into this band a little bit more. This is their first. I like this. This is their first release. (laughs) Yep, he said it a few times. They have two demos. 2018. Two demos, and this is their first album. I'm impressed by it. I'm actually. uh, I'm gonna look into them if they actually put more work in the future. Cool. So I'll out of three brews, what would you give it? I'd give them, if there was three brews, I'd give them probably about maybe a 2.8. All right, good. I'm going to say I really like them. I'm going to say they're a good band. Good. Steve, uh, give us your final thoughts on the album. Uh, I uh, give it two and three quarters out of three cold brews, maybe three dudes. So I don't it's know. about the same. About the same. Yeah. Um, I probably listen to this. I have it in my car on a, on a burnt CD. I probably listened to it fucking 30 times, and I was actually looking all week to replace it with something else just because I kind of got tired of it. 
Um, but that's I'm, something that I would have listened to on a regular basis. But like yeah. they actually caught me off guard, and I actually really think that they're good. And I would want to look so into much. more shit like that in the same genre in this mm-hmm. time of year. So like I it. think they uh, really impressed me. So I'm glad you showed me them. Cool. Yeah, I was I was uh, I was looking to replace it, but I, as I was going through my number four and five and six, and I was like. I can't, I can't really replace this, so I'm just going to go with this, and I'm glad yeah. I did. Yeah. Uh, that's a good throw. Yeah. All right. Gary. That's that. Gary loved it. Everybody loved it. All right. Uh, I mean, at this point, I said two hour, uh, under two hours, only two hours and 45 minutes. Right. All right. <clears throat> now that we fucking did all our reviews, do you have any follow-up questions about um, what we were talking about earlier? Did he already ask everything you wanted to ask? Well, he said he listened to it in his car, but my question was like, is this one of these albums like... If you listen to it at home, obviously, I'm assuming it's with headphones. No. Sometimes. Really? Sometimes not. They don't... And, like, the people that are in the house, like, you never hear, like, turn that shit down or anything? No. Because huh. that's a... Because, like, I... Obviously, this music is for anyone, and I would assume, like, the generation that, like, say your father, or, like, I can't picture him enjoying this. No. no. So... They say... That was basically the question. Like, I don't know... I, oh, and the other question was, like, the lyrics... Like, are you going back after hearing this, say, for the first time, or do you go in in advance with the lyrics, and do you try to, like, oh, this is where he said, you know, I will cut, you know. If I, if I, if it's the first time I'm listening to it, and I'm really, like, sitting down to listen to it, I'll whip out the, the lyrics. I'm not sure I did with this album. You were just flipping through. I'm not even sure if there's lyrics with the album, or did you happen to notice? I didn't notice like I just noticed like there was like a fire. I don't think once in my fucking general general life I have to say that I've ever looked for an actual fucking lyric like I, I don't oh, know oh I look like, at lyrics all the time not like, like, I like but, like, not, but like, not like to the generalization like where I like I want to know everything that's going on like I want to understand like something say like this, I, look, I yeah. hear a song and I I can hear the vocalist and I know what's going on in the song I understand that but, like, I don't think I'd go out of my way to personally listen or to, like, um, to hear every word spoken from but, that artist. Okay, like, don't... I don't know. Does that make weird sense? No, of I, it? I, I just want to just say that, like, in every song I hear, like, and especially in death metals, I hope you can hear me on this, Steve, like, or black metal, like, to understand everything, it's, it's really vague. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like well, that's a, that's a metal. deep background. A lot, of, a lot of death metal lyrics are just that's very bluntly speaking. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it can be very uh, guttural and whatever you want to say, but yeah, it's hard to follow if you really want to depict the whole breakdown of the song. That breaks down to me asking you, Ed. Like when you listen to a band like Every Time I Die and something with every every lyric is literally it's part of the song is depictable. Well, that's a broken, different animal, though. Broken Keith, down. Keith Buckley is a legit... He's a novelist. Like, that's how much... He's but a, he's everything's broken... Everything's novelist. broken down. Well, it's he's a phenomenal lyricist, down. though. So, yeah. he's... Do I listen... Now, first pass, do I listen to them for the lyrics? No, I listen to them as a song. And then once I get into the song, I listen you to You understand the lyric. The lyric. <clears throat> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a lyric person second, even though I was a vocalist. But also you, I'm not saying it, that... Yeah. In any bad way, I'm just asking you. No, that's if a good you, que- that's a good question. If it's you the same hear, I'm, just, I'm somebody that like when I when I sing songs, I sing whatever I hear. My mom, I got that from my mom. My mom is known for that. Like, 
she will literally listen to a song that's well known and everybody knows every single lyric, but then she'll add her own lyrics in because that's what she hears. I don't, I don't hate her for that. I actually think that's pretty, if anything, creative. When I used to write songs, I never ever. I'm somebody that believes this. There's two different types of writing a song when it comes to music. I don't know how hip hop. I really don't understand how hip hop. It's written. all the same, probably. No, it's not. Hip hop. No, 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 it's not. It's it is written different because hip hop. I think is one of those forms that, like poetry, you can write the poem first and then find a beat that fits that poem or build a beat to fit that poem. I don't think rock and roll. I don't think you can do that. I think it's very hard to write lyrics and then a song. I think you always, in my opinion, the right way to do it, it comes song first, then you write the, the lyrics to the melody. I think you can write down lines and sentences that you might want to try to use eventually, and that's the one thing. But to try to write an entire song on paper and then go, yeah, guys, I like that song that you just wrote there. I'm going to force fit this song. It, it's Anytime Honestly, that's done... I don't think it works for hip-hop either, doing that. Really? See, I wasn't sure. I, but I'm glad I brought that up because that's yeah. an interesting... I've tried doing it that way, really and I've never enjoyed what came out. It's usually like I have to get a, a feeling or an emotion or a thought from a sound. Good, I'm glad to the, hear that. The beat or the song. Or but whatever. you know what I'm talking about, though. I know exactly. What people you're do that about. a lot. People, yeah, yeah. There are a lot of people out there that will write lyrics down and force feed them to the beat or the song. Or, yeah. And you can fucking tell, man. You can feel it. It's mm-hmm. not the same. It doesn't. It doesn't gel. And now I'm not saying like some, some bands. Purposely I'm, trying think of like a, uh, I'm trying to think of like a thesis for that situation like the band like uh, I almost wanted to bring up like Wu-Tang like Suicide or like anything like that Grave Diggers like uh, like a thesis well, no, for bringing so, up uh, well, so a here's plot a, for do, wait, do you mean like do you mean like a, um, a concept album because there's a difference with a concept album well not so much a concept album but like of the of the situation being in the song like say the song well, Suicide go, well, like go back I want to tool, bring that right go back to Tool yeah Maynard is one not only is he well known as one of the best vocalists of all time in any form of music but he's also one of the best lyricists of all time if you actually listen to his lyrics they're phenomenal now with the fact that I just told you and you can look this up it's well known he doesn't write a single song he's not involved in any of it all he does is write lyrics and, and sing knowing that does that change Tool for you? no if anything it should just show you that that's exactly what Tool wants they're just designed that you put the album on and then you listen to it and you get lost there are a couple he, songs that he's just a mastermind if you think about it I mean you got a know, lot of different albums I mean it depends on what you think about what the mastermind of the band is opposed to the music I mean listen to Schism listen to fucking Parabola I mean I mean, yeah, I, don't I, know, think, you know, I think I mean some Schism of the later was... stuff in Tool opposed to the earlier stuff I think it's, some of the later stuff the is Fibonacci fucking incredible scale. like honestly I think Lateralis is one of the best albums of I my life. I know. I think I that's one of the fucking conceptually like I that is awful. a fucking strong album. I can't stand that album. Unfortunate, in my opinion. I think that's a strong album. I like all the early stuff as well, but I think Lateralis is a fucking like a fucking like really big build up and well earlier this year point. I listened to Ten Thousand Days for the first time and I thought it was phenomenal. That's a good album, but I I think it destroys Lateral. I hate Lateralis. Um, I can't stand. I think that album is. That's bougie. weird for you to say that to me. That's like at one point in your life, I hope you change your mind because I think that's no, a been, strong point. I've been meaning to go back and good, listen to it because I, I think that's a very time. weird and very strong album. I think Anima's their, their masterpiece. Anima, great. I think it's a masterpiece. Dude, dude Tool in general. Dude, it's a it's a topic we could talk about all day. I never got Tool. Oh, no, man. I'm, I'm, I'm sad to hear you say that. I like, like certain songs, but I never... I literally feed off of Everything that he's done with, like, uh, fucking Three Little Men, you know, all the stupid shit, you know, like, fucking Man of James King alone, Primus, everything, 
I know it's a fucking. I, it's a it's a different it's a promise topic. I've never gotten. I never. Dude, I never got promise. I like a couple songs. The whole not, spectrum, the bass, everything, the genre. I'm weirdly fucking adapted, and I I can't even talk about it right now. Like we uh, <laughs> we are in a fucking no well, we're in a conversation. Gary, what was your question? You were ready to say something a couple times. No, I think he kind of answered it too, like with his mom with the lyrics. Like my question was like, do you ever? in your head hear something think it's something and then read the official lyrics and then you're like what and there's yep. no fucking way that that, that no is. because most of the stuff I listen to isn't um decipherable at all see I have because I listen I to everything I understand that I, I have a wider wider array of music I think than they yeah. no no we all have a wider array of music but I'm more, I'm a little more accepting of commercial stuff than they are I mm-hmm. think is what the best and commercial the more commercial you get the more accepting of the lyrics you get once you get to a certain point, once you get to the stuff like we reviewed tonight, it's really it's about the music. It's yeah, like especially music. like death metal. A lot of the lyrics you go back and it's yeah, just blood and guts and shit like that. Whereas if black metal are a little more introspective and intelligent and shit like that, so oh, black metal's got some. They they tell stories. Yeah, yeah, they really do. I mean, fuck. Listen, we we should bring Gary in on an episode where we do the lyric breakdown like we did with uh, Joe Walsh because yeah, that was I, I like that a lot. We should do that more. I actually think I agree with him because I think that was some of the best conversation we've done. Period. I think if I wouldn't I wouldn't have done it for this album, but if I have something coming up where I think the lyrics are important, I'll tell you what. Same thing. One hundred percent. My number one album. That's what we'll do because that album. I think mine too. The reason why that that album is so good is it's the singer who's singing on it. And it's the every lyric. Let me ask you this, Steve. Uh, based on black metal and me, you both having a fucking personal interest. What's your uh, What's your take on Tyke Take, whatever you want to pronounce it? Um, I never really got into him, but I also haven't really sat down and like gave it a fair listen. But interesting, because I might bring that up to the table later on. I just wanted to hear you say that. Cool. I just wanted to hear you say it. All right. So here's what we got. It's uh. Two hours and 54 minutes into this episode, the World Series is on. We're in the bottom of the seventh. The Red Sox are up four to one. Um, I would like to, before the seventh inning stretch, and Ray fucking Hawk and Loogies, mm-hmm. um, like to end That's this episode. And uh, at this point, I just checked my clock. We're actually doing better time wise than we, what I thought we were going to, believe it or not, actual physical Earth time. I think we could get a little bit more out of an episode because we are having some good conversation. I'd like to get Gary back into the discussion now that we're done talking about an album that he doesn't like. Um, let's end this one because I actually, I, thought I had a lot of fun on this one. I, I want to regroup and uh, try to bang out maybe an hour. Okay. I think we could. Ray, officially? Don't fall. Officially. Officially, we fucking over and out. That's nope. what we said, motherfucker. I was just going to say, Until hit us with a closer. Hit us with a closer. This is the fucking close, you piece of shit. We're over and out, and I'm going to see you in a few minutes, you piece of shit. That's what's up. Bye. Peace.